here they come, they about to blast on us The black nerds, blitz or rush, I'll turn that podcast up Friends from the UK with something to say, just talking about everything From the wonderful nerding world, the reviews they bring These brilliant blurs give you the word All the latest movies, animes, video games, and TV series Call your friends who don't know and tell them what they're missing Then sit back and relax and listen to Martin and I'm Stevie. We just in time. <laughs> Holy look, just. look at that! Look at that! <laughs> uh, what's, what was it? The, the 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 hero only comes in just in time. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh Optimus man! Energy. Oh, oh, the skin of his pants. Which recommended provider? Octopus, octopus nonsense. <laughs> while I'm trying to. Get, yeah, uh, what is going on in the background? <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to get the soundboard up. You know, like sometimes you got to play advert. It's got like run its advert before you can like access the the soundboard because um it was on like the fake mode kind of thing. All right, welcome yeah, yeah, yeah. to episode 196, everybody. There is a lot to get over today. Um, catching up on some news that we probably didn't talk about last week. Um, definitely one thing that we were meant to cover last week that we definitely didn't. Um, but yeah, without further ado, I'm kind of just gonna spitball. I'm gonna go first this week. Um, and let's just start. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Boy, episode five <laughs> was insane. Um, mm-hmm. First of all, I just want to say to those that don't understand what is going on in the show, um, you need to, one, probably get out more into, <laughs> um, not even into your local communities, like go out more just in general and venture out, maybe even beyond your communities and go into... Um, some ethnic spaces and have some conversations with people that are the minorities um because like the what there was one post that triggered me the most and it basically said that the dialogue between sam and bucky is one of the worst they've ever seen in their lives and i was just like either you Mm -hmm. are absolutely brain dead to what's going on in society or you are racist like i i i cannot fathom there's anything other than that those two things i like i felt the dialogue was excellent i think it was Mm -hmm. a great way of bringing um topics that happen in real life without force like force feeding it down your throat um as again before the season started i was just like oh my gosh um i want um I want Falcon to become the next Captain America, but as mm-hmm. as it's been go as things go through this episode, I was just like, mm, I don't want him to. I don't want him to take the the shield. I don't want him to be the next Captain America. I want him just to stay being the Falcon. Like, I want him to stay like. I don't want him to have like the pressure and the history of that shield surrounding him. Like, yeah, what Isaiah Bradley said in that episode like really made me think, and I was just like. Even though, like, Sam's sister was like, oh, don't let him, like, make you feel any type of way. I was just like, he's, Isaiah's kind of right. Like, 
And again, we've we've talked about this before, innit? And in terms of mm-hmm. like sports, where like when Anthony Joshua wins, he's British, but when Anthony Joshua loses, he's a Nigerian immigrant. That do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. and it made me feel like you know when you're doing well, you know they they are gonna be like, yay, team cap, team Falcon is cap, yeah, he's great. Well, the moment mm-hmm. you make one mistake, and that's kind of like a little bit as we saw with um, oh, I forgot the damn US agent guy, um, John Walker, like. The moment you make a mistake and they don't think you're good enough, like they can get rid of you, and we've yeah, and and that, and that kind of something that we've seen on show, social media, like you know, you can put one foot wrong and it it kind of doesn't matter what you've done in the past. If they want to mm-hmm. cancel you and get rid of you, you can get got. And there was just so many nice little touches to this episode. Like I absolutely loved it, man. Um, man, what 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 do you think of this episode? Um, this episode was a whole chicken for me. Mm. Um, and pretty much in line with what you said as well. So, um, you know, I really like the, the interactions between, <clears throat> sorry, the interactions between, um, Bucky and Sam in this, because you can tell obviously they've had a fractured, uh, uh fractured history. Um, you know, with, you know, again, Sam being Sam. Bucky sort of uh, dealing with his demons of being, you know, Winter Soldier, um, and coming to terms with everything that he's done in the bad in the past. So you know, it's like things, and you can tell he's still very much a broken human being. So even this episode where during the boat fixing it, you can tell that they're sort of fixing their relationship, um, which is again stark contrast to what it was like right at the beginning. I reckon the first what three episodes. Um, so I thought it was really, really good to see that as well. Um, I actually got a lot, a lot written down here, so okay, we're just gonna get stuck into it. Nice, nice. Um, so um, I'll start again from the top. So I really like the fact that Isaiah has been introduced to us as well because, um, I know we've said this before, but it, is, it does show again how minorities are treated when it comes to you know serving their country. Um, I mean, I could bring up what, well, well, I could bring up this, the, the, um, Civil War, the American Civil War, um, which was, you know, a fight built against uh, slavery, essentially. Um, and black people had the short end of the stick even then. Mm. Bring up World War One and World War Two, <laughs> black people still had the short end of the stick, even though, mm. you know, black people did go and fight for their country. Um, even in the Vietnam War, you, you had that as well. Even today, you have um, wars going on, black people representing, um, being represented in the army, but still, you know, coming home to face... Um, discrimination and prejudice um i'm sure even last week we we talked about a topic where there was a black u.s um army vet a lieutenant mm. who was stopped by the oh, police terrible that was yeah terrible and it's all on video everybody yeah. can see how how it just just do you know what actually guys i've i've actually mm. been at the the i've actually been in my car with my wife and kids mm-hmm. and um had like a police police car like pull me over and the guy mm. was ha- like uh, this is not sort of like i mean there was obviously no race issue here but yeah. like that uh, this was like a power trip the, the guy was having like small man syndrome mm. where he was just fucking like not listening to me and yeah. just shouting at me mm. and and i was like kids are in the car you know like <laughs> I want mm. to have a good that idea about police. policemen, you know, like, and, yeah. 
and, and I watched that video and I was like, these guys are not listening to him. He's being he's being so polite to them and mm. just trying to have a chat. And you can see that he really does not want to reach for his um, seatbelt to strap yeah. himself because he's they are so like full of aggression and full mm. of like uh, you know, like um, undeserved yeah, authority, I guess. And and you know that if he just does the slightest move, they'll just like th- they would have like escalated it. And, yeah, like yeah. you know, like it. Ah, it, it, that really winds me up. That, that that watching that it totally triggered me. And all the, like the previous experiences I'd had about like the the police, and I was just mm. like, the injustice is was so unjust. Oh man, they should get ribbed. They should get completely screwed in in court. Mm. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 100%, 100%, because even with your experience, right, now, me as a, I know, I know we're slightly going off topic here, but even me as a kid, my mom, when my mom, um, also in, in black families, we have the talk, in inverted commas, yeah. uh, which is, you know, sort of how to navigate your way around, you know, when you come uh, face-to-face with a police officer. So for me, my mom said, if I ever stop, when, when I start driving and blah, blah, and the police pull me over, I'll speak, no sudden movements, hand on the steering wheel at all times. If they told me to, Check my uh, license of registration, or uh, my, my wallet. My wallet was in the, back, in the back of my pocket, or in the glove compartment, or something like that. I had to do everything very, very slowly so they could uh, see exactly what it was that I'm doing. Um, that's so it's... fucking. That's so fucking wrong, isn't it? That is just yeah. Uh, you sh- we live in a society where you, you your mum teaches you that as mm. a sort of like ah fucking yeah. hell. It's it's so. It, it just it makes me so angry that we we have to deal with that where there's 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 all of that kind of baggage. What, yeah. Why can't people just treat each other with respect? It's it's such a simple thing, you know. It, it is. It is. <sighs> yeah. Um. Because I mean, things that I think I think uh, for, for so my experience as a black person, I think that. With the police, but especially when it comes to you know being um, going against you know again bad police officers, I'd say one of them for me is is a race thing. Where because majority of police officers I come across are white, you sort of I think they have their own perception of what black people are like or what other minorities are like because maybe they've never had they've never interacted with them. So I think that's part of the issue. The second one is the authority that comes with being a police officer because police officers can tell you. Do this, do that, do this, do that, and if you don't do it, um, they can then under their their reports file whatever it is they want to file against you and whatnot, and they are always protected. Whereas you always have to sort of prove your innocence, um, uh, in that sense. Sorry, no, no, so no, I think no, not to cut you off, but did everyone get to watch Two Distant Strangers? No, I didn't make it see uh, that at all because that would have tied in so nicely to this. What we're talking about, really? Yeah, uh, really. All right, you know, carry on. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so. Yeah, I think I think there's I think it's twofold. Um, if even without the race issue, there is still the case that um, some police officers, or I say majority of police officers, also have this thing where they sort of have again. There's this thing called the blue wall silence, where it's sort of like they are always protected against things that they do wrong. Whereas with this, with the public, we always have to end up sort of trying to justify ourselves and sort of mm. fight for our, our our truth and whatnot. So yeah. Um, 
it is sad, but now that you know, we we now that we are bringing these things more to light and stuff like that, because these things have always been there. But now that people be more vocal about it, it's being recorded more, and we're seeing it more. Well, um, yeah, you, you can't you can't get away with shit these days, can you? <laughs> you know, it, it, everything is being recorded these days. Yeah, and yeah. I, you know, you, you actually, if I think back to growing up in the eighties and the the amounts of times that I must have made a dick of myself. <laughs> I, I would have been plastered all over the, the internet as a uh, nowadays, wouldn't it? Yeah, lucky yeah. for you, well started existing. <laughs> <laughs> you had to have a, like a big clumpy camcorder, um, yeah. VHS camcorder when I was a kid, you know. Mm-hmm. I remember those ones. Yeah. So, um, so with um, Isaiah Bradley, um, another thing that's good about it is that it almost feels like Isaiah is a reflection of Sam. So potentially what Sam could see himself as in the future if, you know, America decided to uh, make him a soldier and then sort of bury him if he was to ever fail or do something that went against the government. Mm-hmm. Um, in the same sense, I think Isaiah is also seeing Sam as his younger self of what I, of, I think his idealistic self, younger self, when, you know, he thought this is what America stood for. And then when he came back from war and everything like that, and the way he was treated, he sort of seeing some of that aspect as well. Mm-hmm. Um, if anyone wants to know more about the about Isaiah Bradley's story, read Truth, Red, White, and Black. It's a Marvel uh, comic book story. It goes into more detail about the experimental black soldiers in 1942, uh, which were the precursor for the Weapons Plus program yeah. and the horrors that Isaiah Bradley experienced, even in Nazi Germany. So the reason why, again, Falcon Winter Soldier is so good is because Yes, we watched it and everything as is, but then when you go into the coin box and stuff like that, it goes to so much more detail. And and actually, the coin box are really a reflection of what society was like, both in America and Nazi Germany. So, um, again, just just a small um, how should I, how should, how should I say just just a small sort of uh, meat and meat to the bone of this. Um, so. The experiments on Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan was the only one, as we've um, seen in this episode, who survived these experiments, right? Yeah. Um, now, in Nazi Germany and America, right, they were the two countries that I think Russia as well, to some extent, um, they were practicing what's called eugenics. And the whole point of eugenics was to sort of create a purer race of people. Um, as, and it also um, brought in a lot of racial... Um, um, injustices to two people. So in America, the genetics that they practiced were things like sterilization of um, of immigrants coming into America fleeing war. Um, and it was actually a hierarchy as well. Um, I know I'm laughing, but it's like a nervous laugh. But um, there was actually a hierarchy. So if you were white European, yes, you were seen as less than American, but you've still been sort of pretty we ranked pretty high compared to someone who's from um let's say eastern europe so um if you think if you look at people like the romanese for example um let alone black people let alone whoever else right they go through uh, a process of sterilization where they wouldn't know that they were sterilized but actually yeah. we, they would take it to these hospitals or what are sterilized so that america could basically keep up this whole um i guess genetic purity of you know white americans mm. um Similar thing happened in Nazi Germany um, with eugenics, but it was eugenics against um, 
um, against both. Um, actually, no, eugenics for um, Germans, who, you know, um, going off, off of uh, Hitler's sort of master race, the Aryan race, which was, you know, blonde, blue eyed, tall, um, uh, white Germans, um, and against, obviously, um, the Jewish people there, who obviously went through all sorts of experimentations and things like that. Um, and also the gas chambers, the Holocaust, um, and other, you know, I'm sure unmentioned um, um, monstrosities that happens against them. Mm-hmm. Um, this goes to so much more details. A great, it's a as a good reflection of of the time. So um, definitely check out Truth, Red, White, and Black um, mm-hmm. to see a lot more of like what's happened there. Um, so the court martial scene of shows how easily a country can wash their hands off of a mess that they create. So exactly. you know their points, their idealized version. <laughs> of Captain America, right? Mm. And then when he fails, they show themselves that they themselves don't understand what made Steve Rogers more than just a soldier, right? Yeah. And the way they treat him is that you've had this outstanding record because his record was brought up um, in the ep- in the first episode, was either first or second, yeah, second episode, sorry, where you know the Tobias Bentry record, okay. the things that he did, a blah blah, uh, like silver stars that he's he's won, and you know, exactly always doing the right thing in the heat of battle, like exactly. Mm. And you see, and you see that okay, he's killed this guy right mm. in front of everyone, and straight away, yes, yes, he was a bad guy to flood that right. So I know there's an argument made uh, about that. Mm. At the same time, he's killed someone in broad daylight, right? And all of a sudden, he's been he's lost all his 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 ranks. He's lost um obviously he's lost the Captain America title or whatnot. Um, so it, I think it makes him very much a victim of you know. The government as well. Yeah, he's a, he's um, a victim of war. Because again, like, again, I'm never going to justify this year, but like, you hmm. know, there, there are cases where there is collateral damage. Like when, um, you know, someone launches a drone strike on a on a compound, you know, they, yeah. if they haven't always like, you know, sometimes the intel could be wrong. Sometimes, yes, the person might be there, but then, you know, there might be innocent women and children that's also at, at the same compound. Yeah. And we've seen that that shit happens. And, you know, mm. you don't really ever hear, like, oh, this guy is, you know, the guy that pushed the button to launch the drone strike. You don't really ever hear him, you know, getting called into court and getting stripped of his job. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's a bit mad. Now, obviously, after that scene, yeah, uh, a woman gets mm-hmm. introduced, yeah. What is her importance? Because I wasn't able to... Google ah, so did you, do you was. remember when they went to Madripoor? They, yes. Yeah, the woman who was in Madripoor. The one who they were talking to when um, Sam was pretending to be um, what's his name, something Tiger. But didn't she, um, didn't she die? No, she what? She didn't die. So who's the one that got shot? Um. Oh, they went to see. They went to see one one woman, and I swear she got shot, and that's why yeah. they were all after her. Um, all after them. I don't think so. Uh, do you know, at some point, I'm going to have to go back. We have to go. Thing. Let's go do that. Because, yeah, maybe maybe I'm, I'm, I'm remembering the events wrong. But, um, or I'll listen, um, to, I'll listen to another podcast and they'll probably tell me who she is. <laughs> All right. But, yeah, um, she's, uh, again, I'm trying, I'm trying to remember her history in, in the comics. But um, she was essentially, so in the comic book, she was essentially the love interest of um, the Earth 616 version of... Um, um, um nick fury uh the white the white nick fury so she was uh intelligence agent um she was sort of like a triple like a like a triple agent because she was both 
working with um oh I think she was working with Hydra. Mm-hmm. Then she was working for um this other group with uh, who was that was started by Leonardo, Leonardo da Vinci. Um, like the Leonardo da Vinci in uh, in Renaissance Italy, mm-hmm. um, she was working for a group that um, a group um, that he created, um, and then she was working for another group as well. So basically, she was the love interest of Nick Fury, but was also trying to gain information about Shield from Nick Fury. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, she she's ba- she's basically a very powerful person um, in in the underworld scene. Um, um, and she has a lot of connections to governments as well as um you know black paramilitary groups and stuff like that mm. so that's 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 who she is in the comic books um so i'm sure she's she she'll be very very similar she'll play a very very similar role here in uh falcon winter soldier yeah yeah uh, and and obviously you know like we in in this episode as well we kind of see bucky like being happy and free for once like he was able to like sit like fall asleep you know, and he didn't have no nightmares. The kids didn't scare him. You know, mm. you can see that, mm. like, I even in these five episodes, you can see how Bucky's grown. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, and obviously, we got to see like him, you know, Zemo get captured again by the Dormilage, and he could have easily have just shot him in the face. But it's, again, it's yeah. shown growth in his character, and I really like. I really like that. Oh, same here. I think I mean Bucky has come a long way. Mm. Um and it's it's good to see that, you know, his character has grown. It's good to see that Sam's character has grown as well. Um, you know, him his understanding of people is actually showed a lot more here. For example, when he's talking to Carly and he's sort of, you know, <laughs> giving Carly therapy. Mm. Um and in this as well, um he gives uh he gives Bucky therapy. I mean Buck goes to therapy on all of the government, right? And he gets free advice from Sam. Can you imagine, like, unmandated free advice from Sam, which actually works for him, whereas, yeah. you know, when he goes to the government, one, it's sort of like, nah, I'd have to listen to you. Let me go do my own thing, yeah. blah, blah. You that's, can see that. That's that's, um, that's life, isn't it? Sometimes that's how life goes. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I also thought that it was, um, it was nice to see Bucky sort of acceptance and recognition of the fact that he and Steve Rogers um, sort of didn't understand what it was to be a black person in America. So it was nice to see that he he understood where Sam was coming from in the sense that Sam couldn't exactly keep the shield and be Captain America because yeah. obviously we, we know that uh, if Sam was Captain America then, then there'll be this huge backlash where people say, oh, why is Captain America black and blah, 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 right? Um and that was weighing very heavily on Sam. So it was nice to see Bucky's acceptance of that mm-hmm. and sort of encouraging Sam to still be Captain America. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the training montage as well that led to that was really, really good. Um, in my head, I kept thinking, is there going to be a scene or a ghost scene or a flashback of where Captain America or Steve Rogers goes on your left? Because that, that especially where he's running Yo, that train, I, scene, I was yeah, thinking, I just th- stay th- on your left or something. I thought, I thought we were going to get like, a reference on that from the kids. I thought the kids were gonna say something. Ah, uh, you see, I, I, I was expecting that, and I was like, mm. oh, Stevie, what did you think of this episode? Can I can I just say very quickly that mm. I am such a huge knob. I what? have been I have been wondering why the fuck I couldn't like you guys couldn't hear me. 
Oh right, I'm like, I'm like, I was chatting, and then I was like, "No, they can't hear me. Why the fuck? What's going on? <laughs> Fucking computers!" And I was like, "Oh yeah, no, I'm just muted." <laughs> yeah, so what, what, what's, the, what's your thoughts on this episode? Oh man, there was there was so much in this episode, wasn't there? Mm-hmm. Um, it started off with a bang, and then it went, it, it calmed down a bit, and you you got so much. Um, Oh, what is it when you're like closure? There was so much closure mm. in this. Um, and I just didn't want it to end. Um, it finished and it finished and it finished with the montage, the training montage. And I didn't even so many times I, I watched training mon- montages and I'm like, ah, oh, my God, you know, <laughs> like it's a, it's a bloody training montage. And I just watched it. I was like, yeah, this is great. I am, I'm so invested in this show. I'm so bought into it. They like, can do anything. I, I actually wouldn't care. It's, yeah. it's, I'm enjoying it so much. The, the biggest issue was that it ended. Yeah. And I was just like, uh, do you know what? <laughs> at least we got another like episode um, this yeah. week. But like, I'm just going to say, yeah. Like, I'm, I, especially in this episode especially the scene when we saw um bucky and sam fighting um uh john connor is now just can't remember john walker john, john walker, walker yeah. yeah that it was violent like i was just like oh, i can't his believe arm, I, his arm broke yeah i was well, like, was like I can't yeah. believe this is a disney show like it was violent like it, it was, it was one bit though that that where i was watching that that fight and i did think so many times i i watched these super soldiers fight against um, Sam mm. and I'm like Sam is just a normal guy with uh, like advanced wingsuit on mm-hmm. and when they punch him and he goes flying how the fuck does he get back up again mm. and I kind of I kind of redeemed it a little bit during the training scene that he is just utterly he's utterly ripped yeah, he's he's yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know, but, but even so like when you're I feel I do wonder they they've got to make sure that they don't make these super soldiers t- these um, too too weak. You know, if you think about mm. it, like um, Cap was Steve Rogers was fucking mm. strong, yeah. wasn't he? And he, yeah. you know, like he he could withstand all sorts of like you know like um, stuff with his body, and yeah. mm-hmm. um, even Bucky's like crazy strong. So compared to him. You know, anybody, even though they're they're hench and, and really fit, just aren't going to be able to stand, match up up to well, a, a the, superstar. The, the, the easy way of them always getting around is that everyone's serum's a little bit different. Everyone, in a sense, slightly enhances you just a little bit differently. So again, like yeah. it's always yeah. about it enhances what you've got. So obviously, you know, Cap was and, a, and a that, that wing that that wingsuit that's um, that that Sam has. He. He knows how to use it so well. Oh, I love definitely. the way that, like, he sweeps um, John Walker's legs with, uh, yeah, with his sick. suit, and then mm. oh, that was so good. And it, it was sort of like, yeah, you, you may be like super strong, but if somebody is actually dexterous and, and agile, they they could actually like, you know, it's a bit like with uh, judo. You 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 take someone's mm. um, inertia and you 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 put them down you use their own force to put them down, you know, yeah. instead of using your own strength. And I, th- I think that's where, you know, you're seeing like Sam doing all these fucking jumps and like twists and turns and everything. And you're like, he's hench, but he's also really quick and really mm-hmm. agile. Yeah. I thought, I thought it was really good to see that. Um, I could tell that the training he does actually, you know, he's trying to still trying to be his peak 
train to his to get to his peak condition, just to be able to um, use the um, to use the shield effectively and incorporate it into his fighting style. Um, and he kind of sees he kind of saw something very very similar in the first episode, or sorry, second episode, where he saw John Walker hit and him throwing the shield around, and just how much he trained with that shield. So. Um, I'm amused by that the, the bounciness of that shield. You know, it's it's, it's, yeah. got, it's got like rubber in, infused <laughs> in it. It's annoying, but it's because of the vibranium in it. <laughs> yeah, oh, of course, yeah, they, yeah. Like, you know, like it's it, weird as hell. It, and it never, you know, like it sometimes decides to like like bury itself in in trees, and other times yeah. it bounces off them. <laughs> it's, it's it's really weird, isn't it? Again, getting the physics right. Um, uh, but again, this is where <laughs> I just you know, like this is where um, Marvel do such a good job of of these, and you know, like the mm. it, this is they've they've put so much effort and work into building all the characters, and they are they're they're, they're doing a lot of challenging subjects. They're, they're mm-hmm. approaching a lot of challenging subjects. But I'm I'm forgiving with that. I'm just it's okay. Uh, uh, that I'll I'll let some of the kind of like advanced stuff of that pass. You know, I'm not going to yeah. be an arsehole and and pick, delve into it into such great detail. This is a great show, and they are they they're letting you fall in love with the characters yeah. and get to know these characters, and they're not shying away from being bloody and brutal and 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 talking about you know like like the you know anti-government thing and, and talking about america just dropping it's you know using its soldiers and then dropping them and, and yeah I, I thought that was that was very bold you know disney could have been very um what vanilla about PC, everything yeah vanilla about it and pc and 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 but they haven't they have totally taken this show and and gone and you know um mm. Yeah, challenged, challenged the the establishment almost. You know. Yeah. Um, I did like. I don't know if you guys mentioned this because I, I just had to drop off a, a, earlier. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh. I loved the the bits when like um Sam's expression every time Bucky talked to his sister. Yeah. Oh I yeah, that was funny. <laughs> just he, he he was just nice to her, yeah. and or he just like I'm, I'm, my name's Bucky, and, and he Sam would just be like. Because <laughs> like, no, you know what, it was like they were both checking each other out. I, I swear, at one point she like bit her lip while she was watching it. I was like, "Oh no, we all know what that means." Sam, Sam, best regulate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he was just like, "Look, I don't mind you you sleeping over my house here, but I don't flirt with my sister." I was like, "Oh, mm. you know that's gonna go." Like he hasn't 100%. had sex. In, he hasn't had sex in a hundred years. So he knows happening. <laughs> I'll, I'll do. I'll just. I'll just say this, right? Like, Sam just, just come with the with the line that's like, "Listen, I don't care if you're super soldier or not. Yeah, yeah. I will fuck you up if yeah, you talk my sister. That's it." You down. But anyway, let's let's move <laughs> on for like, we got like so we. Got... Oh, sorry, before yeah, before before we go, um, that so that woman you were talking about, right? Um, Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. Yeah, that is um, that is her name. I was wrong. She was not in Madripoor. That was a completely different woman. Yeah. Um, but she does work for an organization that's interested in uh, John Walker's abilities. Which is uh, which is why you see her. See, I thought she might be related to the um, the power broker, and again, we're getting mm. a lot more hints here that the power broker is Sharon, because it sounded like she was talking to the French guy who was mm. the French guy that turns up that gave Carly um, the weapons or whatever she gave him mm. to like fight. Yeah. Sam. So yeah, what was so yeah. I missed? What was the guy? What was that? Ter- he was obviously a terrorist. He was the one from the. Episode, mm. He was the one from episode one when they were doing the all that flight suit stuff. 
Oh right. He was the one that Excellent. dropped out. Yeah, he was the one that dropped out of the helicopter when it like just I wondered if we I wonder if we'd see him again. Yeah, so that's so, that's yeah, him. great. Yeah. yeah. So and again it sounded like uh, Sharon was talking to someone French and then obviously he turned up. Mm. So again, we'll wait to see how episode six goes, but episode six they So got... that, that that woman that woman who, who approaches John Walker, mm-hmm. um it, it, she I got a distinct kind of like hydrotype kind of feel from yeah. her. Like, yeah, so she is actually uh so now I have it in front of me. So in addition to her being Nick Fury's lover, she was also part of Shield. Mm-hmm. Um and then she was also um she also infiltrated Hydra and her identity was Madame Hydra mm-hmm. in the comic books. Oh um, really? Thanks. Yeah. Um I think there were two. I think there were two Madam Hydras in the comic books. Um, I can't remember off the top of my head on that one. And the other group that I can't remember the name of is called Leviathan, which is, uh, yeah, which is another group that's sort of like Shield, like Hydra, mm. but it's a separate thing. Yeah, yeah which probably what that. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, that's who she is. Yeah. Right, cool. Like I said, uh, I'm just gonna move on because, like I said, Martin's got a lot to talk about in his, and we got. I've got to interject sometimes <laughs> in his one because I want yeah. to know certain things. All right, Soul, episode, Soul Opposites, episode two, season two. Uh, I'm really enjoying the season, man. This season is so much better than season one. Um, yeah. It, it's probably sitting at like a, a a free piece of the first two episodes so far. Um, I'm really liking mm-hmm. it. Um, anyone else still watching this? Yeah, I'm watching it. Um, I'm, liking it I'm liking season two um, a lot more than season one. Actually... I think for some reason, I think season two has a bit more body to it. I don't know what it is. They're still mm. doing the stupid Hulu jokes, yeah. Um, which I think is just, an, I think it's more of an inside joke now more than anything else. Mm. Um, also, is it just me or you know when um, Corvo narrates the opening scene, right? Has he mm. changed his words a bit, or has yeah, he changed he, every episode I, now? I don't know if he changed every right episode, now. but it's definitely changed from season one. Yeah, it's definitely changed from right. season one. Because I thought episode one, season two, episode one, episode two were slightly different um like right at the end but yeah i thought i think it's still cool yeah yeah i'm enjoying it nice i've uh, not seen any of it yet i'm afraid you, you, all right i, I was you know i would say like i was like to say skip season one but you kind of need season one for the um nah, what's, what's, what, one? what's happening in the wall because you need the wall mm. stuff like the wall stuff is oh, actually amazing it's on mm. disney plus right yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, fine. The, the stars version of Disney Plus. Mm. Oh man, I've got so much stuff to watch. <laughs> <laughs> so much. Right. Barely keep up. You're still doing the end of year stuff, right? <laughs> uh, don't, don't. Let's just not go there. Oh, no, no, no. All right, so um, Invincible. Uh, we are on what episode four now, and Mark just keeps on getting fucked up every episode. Man, like this guy should just retire being a superhero. Because he, <laughs> he like literally he just gets wrecked every damn episode, man. It's actually so funny and it makes me laugh. Um mm. was it episode four, episode five, I think it's episode five. Um, episode episode five. Episode five. Yeah, man, there's a there's a lot going on and we're we're learning more about um Mark's dad, I can't remember his name. Om, is it Omni Man? Om- Omni Man, no, yeah. Nolan. Nolan. We're learning more about him. The wife's like digging into his background and finding out that he was the one that killed the um, Justice League Society or whatever they're called. Um, mm-hmm. We get to see that his relationship with, uh, Mark's relationship with, um, again, I'm forgetting bare people's names now. Um, um, with Amber? Amber is not going well. And we like, and his best friend finds out that he's invincible. Um, this episode, oh, that was, sorry. This is episode six, not episode five. Episode, episode six. six. 
Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. This this episode wasn't as good as the last episode, but I I, I definitely give it a, a solid three piece. Um, I give it a three piece as well. I like the fact that that's just not even a fact, but I like the fact that sort of um, Mark Mark. I think after him getting beaten severely, beaten down. He sort oh, of has a change Did in he heart. get beaten down or what? Oh, he got effed. He actually got effed. So and, this one... And his, and his dad was like there as well, wasn't he? Like, his dad, the top dickhead. He, oh. He's a top dickhead. There's more to it, I'm sure, uh, isn't there? I'm sure, I'm sure there is. I don't know whether... Because I said right at the beginning, right? Um, he gave that story about um, Viltrumites going around, going around the universe and... Um, Sort of saving the people. I don't know how true that is. That. I reckon it's a I don't believe, I don't believe a damn word of it. Yeah. <laughs> I do believe that means something, but... something dodgy going on, isn't there? Like, 100%. maybe there is no, maybe there's no such thing as, as Viltrum or whatever, you know. And, mm, but... I still, I still think there is a thing as such thing as, as Viltrum because, um, in episode three, when they go to Mars, the Mars king has heard of Viltrumites. But that's true. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't look exactly pleased when he heard that Mark was a Viltrumite. Yeah, it wasn't like, "Oh, you're a Viltrumite." Oh my gosh, blah blah. You guys do X, Y, Z. It was more like you're a Viltrumite. Mm. Okay, this guy has to die. <laughs> so I'm like, "Oh, what's the actual story about Viltrumite?" Part of me really wants to go and research the shit out of this, but another part of me wants to just be surprised. Oh yeah, uh, I'm, 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 yeah. I'm leaving myself to be surprised. Yeah, yeah, I'm holding back as well. I'm sure people who who listen to us might have already read the comics and like, yeah. and I might be thinking with those. You guys have no idea what's up ahead. I think something <laughs> big is going to go down. I actually think something ridiculously big is going to happen. Oh, um, so what I liked about this one was the was the fact that after him getting severely beaten up, right, he sort of has a change and he's sort of like just reflecting about his life and everything like that, and actually wanting to um, spend more time with Amber and things like that. So he's being more considerate of her. Um, at the same time, it's not going to plan because obviously he still has <laughs> so to not going. Yeah. Jesus. It's sort of like he has to change your heart, but he's still doing the same things which are annoying Amber. And I think it's oh, true for... I, you just feel so sorry for her, don't you? She, yeah. she gives him so many chances and he just fucks it up every time. And he just he just can't catch a break, can he? Every time... Some, they, they do a really good job of that, actually. with You know, like with Superman... Always yeah. having to go that classic kind of like thing of our oh, superhero has to go and run off and mm. their alter e their their sort of like their secret self mm. is yeah. um has to appear like a real shitbag like weeb or mm. you know like you know like really kind of like crap at it or you know and not brave yeah. and um and this, this, they just totally play up on this, don't they? They do, mm. and they do a really. I thought they did a really good job of. He just consistently can't get away from the fact that every time he goes out, something happens, and he has to go off and yeah, save the world or something. Yeah, I think this was a good job of that because we look at um, I can't remember the I can't remember the speedster's name, but when he constantly had to sort of duck in and out of conversation or whatnot, it was having a massive tour with his fiance, um. When you look oh, at yeah. when you look at Nolan and his mom, I can't for life remember uh, Mark's mom's name, but even even their relationship from time to time, you can tell that there's been a bit, a bit of a strain. She sort of learned to know that once Nolan is off and doing his own thing, then you know she sort of just has to bite the bullet and just wait for him to get back safe and sound. Hopefully, 
Um, mm. But you see that they've they sort of worked out their relationship, whereas Marcus is just starting his relationship, so he doesn't quite know how to navigate it like that. And um, something that um, Eve said, oh, I can't remember, I can't remember super, um, hero title, whatever Eve, um, she said that, yeah, once you tell somebody a secret, like, once you tell somebody a secret, they know your secret, right? Mm. Um, and I think if he tells Amber his secret, I think Amber's a cool chick, and I think that she would actually keep the secret. Listen, you know what I mean? I just, I, just, I, just, I just feel that will happen. Not the but same. at the same time, obviously, you don't tell people your secret because you have no idea if the relationship's going to break down, and then all of a sudden you're going to tell everyone, oh, by the way, he's blah, blah. You have no idea how or she's going to end up, you know, talking to a superhero, or sorry, a supervillain, a supervillain ends up telling other villains. But see, in, in this his world, yeah, when you've got the, um, I don't even know what they're called, but you've got like that secret team that like works with the superheroes, yeah. I yeah. feel like, again, not to sound so deep and dark here, but if like things went wrong and they broke up, yeah, and he mm. couldn't trust her, I'm pretty sure they could silence her. Like, and it wouldn't be like, oh my gosh, like, why is this girl gone missing? Or, you know, he's going to have to go court for like, I just think like they'll just deal with it and make it seem like like she never existed. So, yeah, if he likes her that much, as much as he says she he does, yeah, he should have told her because then some of this drama would have would have gone away. And oh, definitely. Obviously, like we would never know in this world. But like, if we had superpowers, would we tell our partner? Like, how long would it take before we told our partner that we had superpowers? But if it was mm. if it, for me, if it was one something that was like get in the way so much that I was potentially going to lose this person then I would tell them and then it would be yeah. one of those ones like well I've told you if you fuck it up I'm going to kill you like literally <laughs> do you know what I mean like if you, if it like what I'm about to tell you is going to be so so much of an impact here yeah, that you have to be willing yeah. to lose your life over it like it's one like is, is you know what is it if I told you you have to die what's that what's that saying people say sometimes yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, if I if I, I if I told you I'd, I'd have to kill you. Yeah, like literally, I was like, if I tell you, I and you know, I may have to kill you, and then it's up, to, it's up to them in it, because mm. some, like he keeps making dumb excuses. He can just be like, look, what like what I'm doing is in a sense top secret, in it. Like it's it's um national security level, like five clearance, like you know, yeah, like and then you go from there. Like I'm pretty sure it's like three people that work for like C- the C- uh, not the C- well I was C- yeah CIA and MI like but if you work for MI five you can't just tell people oh yes by the way I work for MI five you have to have a cover story but we all know MI five and MI six exist but we just you know you might those people that work for them might have to say that ah oh, boom um I work for a bank company or I work for the police like they're just gonna turn around and say oh hey hey Jill I work for MI six like. Like, you're not like even if you're just like admin or you know you I don't know work in the canteen like you're not just gonna take yeah. you know what I mean you can't just say oh yeah by the way like you know, so and she's a smart girl like I feel like she'd be very understanding like she's been understanding I some of so. the, his dumb jokes and dumbness that he's been doing like mm. uh, either way well he'll probably end up with so she knows she's being played she does know she's being played some yeah. way but she doesn't know what it, exactly it is. Mm. I think yeah, you're definitely right. Part of it, if is if at least she was told that he was um, invincible, then you know, th- then at least there'll be some of the issues resolved because you know, 
fair enough, he has to make time for other people. So she, he, she's sort of sharing him with the rest of the world mm. in that aspect. But at least she understands that, okay, you're not just running around, I don't know, shagging another girl, you know, whatever it, whatever the case may do, be. Do you know what? I'm not going to lie here. When he saw, it, obviously things went tits up here. When he saw um, Amber with that, um, that dude at a frat party, I thought he was going to fly and go find Eve because they can't, uh, mm. I think they flicked over to her um, flying back yeah. to the house. I, th- I thought that he was going to be there, innit? Mm. But they didn't, so. No, at least, at least, at least Mark's faithful in that, in that regard. He's not, he's not a yeah. complete dickhead. <laughs> not, well, um, not yet, anyway. They, they did a good job of the, um, the, the intro again as well, where it's like every time. Oh, I was, not <laughs> I was not ready. <laughs> that is so good, isn't it? The way, the way yeah. did it. <laughs> It's a, a running joke now, isn't it? You're just yeah. waiting for like the the the, the title card to, to pop mm. up, yeah, and have yet more blood splattered all over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. As it goes on, there's more, because, more, and more blood. Yeah, because um, you had Da Sinclair saying to um, I think the guy's name was oh um, the, the 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 first guy that was experimented on that we saw in in, in here. Um, where he goes, oh, I'll make you this, I'll make you that, I'll make you, boom, invincible. I was like, oh my <laughs> gosh, I wasn't ready for that one. <laughs> I don't know. Awesome. Yeah. Um, but more, more, more of this episode, this episode's deep as well, because when that foot guy came out of the ground, right, and it looked like he, obviously he couldn't talk because his um, throat had been slit, right? Yeah. And he generally looked like he wanted to talk to someone, say, someone help me, help me, help me, right? But obviously, because he looks like a friggin' Cyclops, and people are also scared, also because of the, the world around them. They're also scared to say anything that's that's not different from them. I actually felt sorry for this guy. And, you know, when his helmet was ripped off, he saw his reflection. He ended up killing himself. That was so deep, mm. so dark. Um, I mean, this show, this show does very well to keep, you know, to keep its dark theme. I mean, there's never, there's never a case where everything's just all cushy and nice and, you know, people can go to bed smile and whatnot there's always something happening in the background um so um this time i also explored a bit more of of um <clears throat> mark's friend um william so at the beginning i knew there was something with william right i just didn't know what it was i was like hmm could he potentially be gay or not gay by this this, oh, no, this they, episode they, they made it obvious that william was gay from the beginning yeah man they yeah, listen they... i'm i'm so i'm so bad at uptake when it comes to uh People's sexuality. I'm just like, listen, it's got to literally spell it out for me for me to know. Otherwise, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Oh no, I felt I, I, I thought that it was fully spelled out in episode one. Um and yeah. obviously I'm not I, I've heard that um in the comics they obviously play a little bit more is he or isn't he? Where in this they've made mm. it very clear that he's gay in it. But like I said, from from the very first okay. episode, I fully understood that he was gay in it. Um and mm. I, I, like, I like the fact that like he's just a normal guy and he's still trying to thump up the guy the doctor guy yeah that was jokes mm. that was jokes hey that was good though um also Debbie that's 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 Mark's mom's name Debbie um Debbie finally you know going to um the Taylor guy yeah and finding out what's going you on know, and actually you know exactly exactly so now we'll see what happens between her and, and her and Nolan um yeah, but it's also everything in between this episode. So um, you had, um, again, the robot. Again, I can't remember what his name is. Mm. I guess his name is just Robot. <laughs> robot actually goes to... Is, the, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. He goes to the Mauler twins to um, have that... Um, to have that sort of, I don't know, 
body being created. I think I have a feeling that he's he's going to try and move his consciousness into that body and actually feel what it's like to be a see. I was to be a living organism. No, I was going to say because I was going to say that's that's his original body. Okay. Wasn't he collecting blood samples from all the different people, though? Well, he collected some uh, blood samples from Rex, but I think that's his original. Mm. Like that's the the what's in the robot is his original conscious, and he wants to try and get his original conscious back into his body or back into mm. a new body, and that's why he needs the twins for like um research. And I think what's going to be peak here is if um the immortal guy comes back. Hey, that's gonna be. Oh my god! If, if it's one of those ones that he's who's not, the, the, who's immortal, the immortal guy, the one from the, the, the immortal, the, the hero named Immortal who yeah. died in um, episode one. Yeah. Oh, do you think he's gonna come back? Well, they were digging up his body, innit? Mm. Oh right, yeah, yeah. I didn't. This didn't click. Mm. Oh, <laughs> brilliant! That would be awesome, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But what by why lure the two boys there? It's because they need to do like a blood transfusion or something. I don't know. Maybe they need like a test. Maybe they're gonna use them as test subjects to see whether if they if someone does drink from the skull, they get powers or not. Or maybe they mm. need they know that you need like a, a human sacrifice to reactivate him or, or something. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, he, um, because he had his head chopped off, didn't he? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Oh, uh, how yeah. cool was the um the, the lion dude who who totally pulverized oh he was sick I don't think he's gonna he come was back so to, I, I feel like he's gonna come back till season 2 like I just feel like he has to he, he's not yeah but I don't think he's gonna come back now I think he's someone that's just gonna come back later on if that makes yeah. sense yeah and be around to for Mark well I was half expecting um Thingy's dad Omni-Man to, to then for us to see another scene of Omni-Man it like chasing down the lion dude and just totally murdering him mm. for having beat up his boy, you know. Mm. I thought that was going to be the case right at the end if you, to come and save him or stuff like that, but no. Yeah. No, he just didn't do that. Um, mm. Yeah, lastly, lastly for me, actually, there are two more points. Um, the black superhero, um, I think we found out what his powers originally were. It's something to do with, something, something to do with electricity, right? Yeah. Because Them fucking um, him is like recha- rebooted him. Yeah, exactly, exactly, and also um, this episode showed more of um, you know what um, oh was is it Monster Girl mm-hmm. like like that her powers actually a curse rather than you know it's something that's in her DNA I guess yeah so, they said that before she she explained that oh, she explained that when they first introduced her that was a curse and that she gets younger every time she uses her power. I thought she just. I thought she just meant that her abilities are a curse, not that it was actually a curse. So that he was paid. Do, do you, do you see what I mean? Oh, okay. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I I, I could get that. That where mm. it was she considered it a curse, but they actually made it that it actually was a curse, wasn't mm. it? Okay. Well, that's that's what I got from the the fact that he he sent one of his drones to off to go and get like a some flower or something, and yeah. and they they they. They just dropped a little, like, one line there that he went through a lot to get that flower. And you're oh, like, yeah. and the, the drone is totally fucked. And he yeah. takes the flower and you're like, what What was protecting that flower? What was in the way of exactly. that Exactly, that's what I feel. Yeah. I want to see that. Mm. Happy also listeners, there's, there's now, we've now seen three versions of him because it couldn't be in three places at once. So one version of him at the Mauler 
that ball of twins. Mm. The other version just came back from the um, from the Arctic or wherever it was. Yeah. And the other one actually in the hospital still with Monster Girl. So this guy must have loads of drones just out and about just doing random stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That guy's called Black Samson. Yeah. Black Samson. Yeah. Yeah. That I, I didn't, uh, when he was, he was, he seemed bemused, didn't he, about how good he felt. Like he mm. never felt so, so good in his life. Well, yeah, mm. he was like, I've, I'm back to feeling like how better than I did before when I had my powers. So, because he just wanted those yeah. ones like he's, he's forgotten what it's like to have his powers and feel fresh. Yeah. Mm. Uh, that was interesting. Oh, one, one, one last thing. Mm. Um, did any of you get the feeling that whilst um, whilst Invincible was getting beaten up, that you know it was sort of like a flashback to him almost getting killed by um that tiger guy, that lion guy. Yeah. Um, I thought something in him was just gonna snap, and he was just saying no more, and just end up killing everyone in the room. Mm-hmm. Well, except obviously his friend. Um. But it was a good idea because honestly, I was thinking that come on, mate, you don't want to be, you know, have to get beaten up again like this. There's something some you just gonna want to click that says no more and then just go ham. Mm, he 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 mm. just gets beat up every episode. It's so funny, it's like some of the memes about him just like always <laughs> gets like, like, his ass handed to mm. him every single time, doesn't he? Actually, <laughs> jokes, man. All right, uh, Stevie, what have you been up to before we get to mine? Who's gonna got a lot to update us on? Uh... Yeah, what have I been watching? Um, I watched all those trailers, but I guess we'll talk about them in a bit, yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, yep. um, I saw uh, Jiu-Jitsu. Um, do you want to talk about that, or are we going to talk uh, we'll, about that We'll say that well? for the end. Okay. Um, also saw New Gods, um, uh, so mm-hmm. we can talk about that later as well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it just... Um, no, I don't think I've really watched much else other than the, the main content. Um what did we we watched Jaws the other night? Um, it just randomly came on the TV, and my so kids haven't ever seen it. Jaws, before. okay. And Jaws, you know. And yeah, my it's the first time my kids have seen it, and it was great. It was one of those kind of experiences where, you know, I know how good a movie it is and why it was. It's so renowned for mm. you know so popular and everything, and they had that first experience of like, you know, that like I was able to watch them taking it all, all of this movie in and, and, and they absolutely loved it. They, they had a really oh, good time. Cool. Actually. And yeah. Then they, they appreciated it for, for what it was obviously, you know, like some of the, some of the special effects weren't like perfect, but they, yeah. they, they were able to overlook that because of the, the, the whole point of the, the, the movie mm. and the, you know, just getting to know the different characters and yeah. um, just then they were like, I, 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 I had to go out like halfway through and I, I came back towards the end and I was like, How, how's Quinn? And they're like, yeah, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Great, that, was, that, was, that was good fun, actually. I, I quite like that, you know, like having a 13 year old and a 50 year old that um, I can now start to educate them in, you know, like with the uh, the the movies that they you know like you have to watch it mm-hmm. just because it's because there's such like a bit like um you nana where you were like you watched reservoir dogs yeah um, some weeks back didn't you yeah for the first time that's like that's like one of those movies that you just you have to watch at some point in your life because it's an education and it you know you might not necessarily like it 100 percent but mm. they're so they they're famous for a particular reason yeah uh, yeah be it like the direction or, or the soundtrack or the film you know the 
uh, whatever it's this is where i'm really going to enjoy like taking my kids down some of the some of these like you know experiences oh mm. fuck some of those like texas chainsaw massacres or yeah um oh what, what's that one america's psycho some of those are going to be nice. oh yeah america psycho sick yeah. yeah uh american history x as well fuck me that that was Amer- a movie. oh which one's that is i know is that a movie where that's the, he... stomp. That's the with the white supremacists um yeah uh, cool 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 and and he goes and he basically uh realizes like that he doesn't have to be an arsehole to mm. to 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 anybody who's got black skin or whatever and yeah but he comes out of prison and goes straight back into it and is he goes straight back into all of the uh you know like uh white supremacy world and mm. oh man he says just uh you can see he's like no, we don't have to do this. We don't have to do this anymore. And they're, they're all like, you're free. Let's go kill people. You know, like, it's, oh, it, yeah. yeah I remember there was, really one, there was one that I watched and it was such a good twist at the end. It was, I can't remember the name of the movie, but it was one of Tom Cruise who plays a guy whose car, who, he's got, he doesn't have any short-term memory. So he keeps writing stuff down and he meets, he, he supposedly meets a random woman, but it turns out that uh, towards the end of the movie that, oh, this woman is something is someone who he actually has history with, and everything that's happening is because of this woman. So he's there writing down things in his uh, on his hand and everywhere else to yeah. sort of jog his memory. Ah, oh, can't remember the name of it, but it's such a good movie. Ring the bell. I mean, uh, there's if we're talking about like um, having to go round and round in circles. There's that obviously the um, Edge of Tomorrow, which has had Tom Cruise in it. Oh, Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he doesn't lose his me- his memory in that, does he? No, no. Uh, it's not like. The long kiss goodnight or something like that is it? Oh, uh, it's a weird. Uh, it's a weird one. Um, well, I'm not, sure. I'm sure. Is it, come. is it? Is it? It's not Vanilla Sky. Uh, oh, nah. <laughs> it's weird, but yeah. Once, once I, I, I remember the name, I'll definitely let you know because yeah, yeah it's it's one that I think um, everyone needs to watch because yeah, it's just one of those movies. I think it was like my first introduction to movies like that where. Mm. It's like you know, a sudden twist at the end of it that just ends up changing the mm. whole narrative. Mm. Yeah, and of course, Pulp Fiction. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's such a good movie. Mm. All right, mine. You have a incredible list of stuff that you've been watching. Um, and again, like I said, I, some of these I want to know whether I should be adding this to my anime list for this current season. Mm. There's still um, quite a few animes from last season that I haven't finished just yet. Um, but yeah, let's know. Let, let, let's go start. All right. So, um, I want to do a marathon of Batman movies, but then I realized um, this is Batman animated movies. And mm. I realized very quickly on that, um, that actually I've seen a lot of these recently. Mm. So I ended up watching some, um, uh, just a, just a handful. So I watched Batman Mask of Phantasm, mm-hmm. um, Batman Mr. Free Sub Zero. So those two were done in the style of the original animated uh, TV show. Mm. Um, same voice actors and everything. So yeah, that was, that was a pretty good watch. And they still are very, very good. They've aged very well. So I recommend um, everyone, anyone and everyone to watch that. Watch those. Um, I watched Batman Beyond Return of the Joker. Again, it's got a very good storyline to it. Um, if anyone hasn't seen Batman Beyond, um, again, it's a, it's a good uh, Batman series to watch. And I watched uh, one that came out quite recently. I think it was, came out in 2014 or 2016, and that's Batman Bad Blood, where Batman goes missing. Um, tried to save um, uh, Kate. I think her name is 
Kate Kane, who is uh, Batwoman um, in, in, in this one anyway. Um, sort of replacing uh, Barbara Gordon. But yeah, again, um, very, very good uh, series. Very well animated. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I watched those. Um, so coming to my anime list now, mm-hmm. uh, I watched Godzilla Singular Point, episode three. Mm-hmm. So Nana, I think two weeks ago, you asked me what this Godzilla Singular Point anime was about. Yeah. It turns out that actually it does follow the Godzilla line of stories. Um, so with this one, we finally saw um, Radon, or we saw like loads of Radons about. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're still learning about it, but it's definitely um, a Godzilla, um, Godzilla-based anime. Okay. So um, obviously you're watching, yes. this, you're watching this one online. Um, ah, yeah. I should, I should have written the date, but this Godzilla's singular point um, is actually going to be coming to mm-hmm. Netflix later on this year. So I will, oh, good. I'll probably wait for that to come on Netflix, and then I'll watch it then and probably review it. Oh, brilliant! Um, so yeah, brilliant. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, uh, I'm gonna chill because I've watched one. the other Godzillas on um, on on Netflix. I watched the first um, one yeah. and I gave up because they were horrible. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> I watched them all. <laughs> they were the animation horrible. with this one is actually better, so you'd you'd actually appreciate this one a lot more than uh, the other Godzilla movies on Netflix. Cool. Um, I watched um, SSSS Dina Zenon. Mm-hmm. Um, so this one is a mecha series actually yep. you have um a monster that looks like uh like a like a mecha godzilla um walking through the streets um and you have these five people who who all have different stories um like randomly meet in the same place and then they get swallowed up into this uh into this um mecha suit mm-hmm. um which is um which is the, the sssss uh Zenon. Um, one of the characters says he's a kaiju fighter, kaiju um, champion, or something like that. Um, so they all randomly get into this robot and actually fight against um, fight against and beat this Mechagodzilla robot. Um, best way to describe it, it's a bit like um, you know high school students um, meeting with like a random otaku like shot in, mm-hmm. whose daughter just so happens to go to the same school that. Um, this this kid goes to and then this kid randomly meets this um like this um that the the, the controller of SSSS Dinazanon. Mm-hmm. Um I mean right now I give it a half chicken just because um the fight itself didn't really uh, nothing is nothing excites me yet about this anime. Um but I think it'd be a decent watch for some people. Mm. Um um, next one I was watching this oh, uh... very quickly I was oh. just looking at pictures of that right and mm-hmm. obviously the, the dude who's who's this who, who's the the main guy who who controls it or whatever yeah um, he, he he's covered in lots of bandages like yellow bandages and yeah the first thought that comes to mind is it just must take him so long to get dressed in the morning because <laughs> he has to bandage himself up and um you know like what if he wants to take you know he can't just slip those bandages off unless he's uh, actually not suit with a zip down the sides see but you're no. thinking you're thinking by practical terms of uh <laughs> you're thinking of practicality rather than you know anime not being so practical in terms of proposal, <laughs> what all anime is <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that guy's name is Guama, um, and they have um, Yomogi Asanaka, Asanaka, who is the um, one of the protagonists of the 
of the um, story. Um, it looks it looks pretty nice actually. Like in terms of quality and and detail, it looks pretty detailed. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, and also the soundtrack isn't that bad actually. I think nowadays um, anime are starting to take on more. Um, I, I don't know what to call it, but if you you know those sort of like hero type songs, mm. like if you listen to um, um, One Punch Man for example, right? Um, you have this like epic. It's it's hard to say. It's like it's like a lot of violins and whatnot, right? There's this sort of like yeah. epic music that plays in the background, and sometimes it becomes very very mellow and it slowly builds up. You have all that happening now with new anime, so I think there's now a new sort of like anime formula to get people to just like in the soundtrack, especially to get people like just fall in love with these uh, animes. Mm. Um, so this is this has an element of that as well, um, which works actually quite nicely. Um, it's just that right now the anime hasn't sort of gripped me. Yeah. Um, but it's still, it's still, it's still one worth you know at least watching the first couple of episodes before you make up your mind, your mind about it. And that's what I'm gonna do. Okay. Um, so I've got you watching. Pardon me, Shakunetsu Kabadi, which is the Burning Kabadi um, anime. Um, so I'm now on Tokyo Revengers episode two. So last week I watched episode zero, mm-hmm. and it's also oh, two weeks ago I watched episode zero. Episode zero is like, you know, so basically in animes, when it's like episode zero, it usually just either tells you um, um, either sort of like a, a prequel um, story to the actual anime, or it sort of like covers what you're going to see in the anime and episode zero covered pretty much what you're going to see in the anime but just little snippets here and there so uh Tokyo Avengers episode two is just you know now actually tell the story so episode one episode two is now actually just tell the story um yeah it's it's it's, uh, it's pretty good so far um yeah, I, I think I, I, i'm gonna I've, give i've seen images of that on, in like facebook and the anime community so i've actually already added that one to mm. my list all right good 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 um I'll reserve, I'll reserve my ratings for it, but from watching episode zero and seeing how it's going to go down, I'm giving it a three-piece. Um, but now watching the episodes, I'm going to see how that sort of builds up, and uh, I think I'll give my rated right at the end of the of the series. Um, another one which I thought was really, really good, it came out um, last week, was Fumetsu no Anata, which is To Your Eternity. Um, so the synopsis is, a mysterious orb comes to Earth to learn about, to learn about Earth, the meaning of life and emotions first taking the form of a rock experiencing the seasons that morphed into the form of a wolf that had died on top of it mm-hmm. um as a wolf it meets a boy in a deserted village who eventually succumbs to an illness the orb that takes the form of the boy to explore the world so um i don't know there's something just so surreal about this anime and um right off the bat it's a whole chicken this episode was a whole chicken um what did you watch on? Oh, so I watched this online. Um, I, I watch I watched majority of my animes online. <laughs> but what I'll do at the end is I'll um I'll see where all these are showing on. Um, what um official yeah, uh, platforms really are going nice. on? It really is. Really nice. yeah. It really is. What, what was the song called again? So, so it's called "To Your Eternity." To your eternity. And that's that's the English name for it, yeah. That's the English name for it, yeah. Right, I'm gonna see yeah. where where this is streaming. Yeah, so it's a nice bit of narration right at the beginning. Which I don't know if it's the creator of this of the orb, but it just narrates the orb. It's sort of like sort of narrating what the orb's mission is mm-hmm. and what it does what it does on Earth. And then later on, um, the narration stops. I just see you just sort of hear the music with along with you know the the sounds of you know nature. 
buff around the orb. Um, then you see the wolf coming down, dying on the on the on the orb and everything like that. Okay, this- it's all really really well done. Really well done. I highly recommend this this uh, anime, especially the first episode. All right, so it sounds like to um, to your eternity is streaming on Crunchyroll. So for those ah, that have Crunchyroll, that's where you can check that one out. Mm. Um, I watched Mars Red episode two. This is the vampire um, anime. Mm-hmm. Um, this one's still a bit weird. I don't know how exactly how to rate it. I'm going to give it a half chicken. Um, I'm sure the story is great, but so far it's just not gripping me at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so it seems to be a society of um, so it's a society of humans. This is probably based in some sort of Western country back in. Um, I'd say the industrial revolution. Um, so you have this, you have this army barracks that houses, uh, uh, vampire. Um, it turns out the vampire actually has fallen in love with one of the human beings. Mm-hmm. Um, and she escapes the facility, getting shot up like crazy, but is obviously able to, um, she doesn't kill any human beings. She just, um, incapacitates them. Um, I mean, so they do have maybe broken, broken bones here and there, but she does um, incapacitate them. Um, and it ends up sort of committing suicide in, uh, in front of this of the man she loves um, by letting the sun hit her and stuff like that. So episode two is sort of a continuation of that story. Yeah. Um, and you meet another character. It actually meet this character in episode one as well, but he is also a vampire. But he's like he's he looks like a young boy. Maybe I would say any older than 14, 15. Mm-hmm. Um, quite short as well. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's it's a, it's a decent series, I guess. But um, I was, I'm giving a half chicken to it just because I can't, I can't. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't grip me as much. Um, but I'll still check it out if you want to. That's Mars Red. Mm-hmm. Um, this was uh, new, so this came out last week. I've been killing slimes for three hundred years and maxed out my <laughs> level. Yeah. Oh wow, yeah. that's such a long title. So I, 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 so yeah, that's okay. And I, I, this one has definitely been added to my list even before you said anything. Uh, and like I said, I, I would definitely get around to this one at some point. All right. So the synopsis is suddenly dying from overwork. Sorry, woman Azusa Aizawa finds herself before an angel who allows her to reincarnate into a new world as an immortal witch, where she spends her days killing slimes for money on that on an otherwise eternal vacation. But after hundreds of years, um, she, I think she's, she says she's 300 years old in this, uh, which is actually in line with the title as well. She discovers that she accidentally reached the maximum level. Fearing that her strong abilities will attract work and force her back to a life of overexertion, she decides to hide her strength in order to preserve her peaceful lifestyle. So this substance just says it all. Um, so literally, she was walking around. So in, in this one, she's literally walking around the field, just killing slimes left, right, and center. She herself knows that slimes are just very, very weak creatures anyway, and that don't pose much of a threat to her at all. So she just ran, just like kills them. She's just been doing that for three hundred years repeatedly, right? Mm-hmm. Then she goes to get um, appraised. Um, I'm and like, you know, when you go when you play the RPG, for example, MMORPG, for example, and you go to see her skills appraised to maybe unlock new items, blah blah. In this case, it was just to sort of see what her, what her level would be like. She didn't think it would be anything much because slimes don't give you that many experience points. Um, <laughs> she fully maxed out her level, right? And um, th- she, she then sort of like begs the, begs the appraiser not to say anything, but this guy next to her ends up snaking her, right? So she ends up having to fight all these, all these like stupidly strong people, including a dragon. And... Right, she beats she beats these people in like one hit, like no questions asked, right? But she like 
like, but even when she like first released the spell, right? She's she like prays that it's a weak ass spell just so that people think she's weak and whatnot. Um, obviously that's not the case, but um, yeah, this is a this is a fun watch just because you can tell it's going to be one of those where she's going to try to keep a low profile as long as possible, and sub's going to come around the corner just to blow a cover for the sake of fight to claim that um to claim who the strongest is. Um, so yeah, definitely recommend this. I, I give this a three piece for sure. Um, do you know I mean, it's just just dumb funny. Um, it's got all the it's got all the isekai points in there as well. Um, so yeah, definitely check it out. Yeah, no, this one I will be. I um, will be. Okay, another one which I think I'm gonna give a whole chicken to is eighty six. Um, so eighty six is an anime based in. Um, all right, so this, all right, so I'll show you synopsis first, and uh, I'll uh, explain a bit more about it. So the synopsis is, the Republic of San Mangolia, sorry, Magnolia, for a long time has been besieged by its neighbor, the Gyardian Empire, which created a series of unmanned drones called the Legion. After years of painstaking research, the Republic finally developed autonomous drones of their own, turning the one-sided struggle into a war without casualties. In truth, the young men and women of this forsaken land are branded the 86th, and stripped of their humanity, piled the unmanned, inverted commas, weapons into battle. So, um, this is set in sort of in a futuristic world, um, where you have, yeah, so in fact, episode one did build it up really, really well, because you see that you have, um, so it's, it's almost like you go to the, you go to this academy, right? So the main, uh, protagonist, um, um, uh, her name escapes me currently, but I'll, def- I'll definitely remember it. So she's, she she's a general or major in the army right she then goes to um um the army barracks right where everyone's just drunk out of their minds um you can see that you know people are just either sleeping on the job or um as i said drunk out of their minds or just you know flirting ridiculously um basically not just not just not taking the role seriously at all um so you see all that happening around she sees all that happening around her um, and even the way the war is done, it's, it's, it's done through headset. So all she sees is a computer screen with loads of arrows and the arrows are literally fight against other arrows. So say her arrows are red, the other arrows are black or blue, green, white, whatever color is. You see them fight against each other. Boom. They get canceled out. Another one comes, boom, they get canceled out. Maybe some kill two, three, that kind of thing. Right. So almost like she's piloted or commanded drones. And it turns out, so the, the name of this character is uh, Lena. Um, Lena is the, um, I, I, sh- I would say, uh, squadron leader, the commander of the Shin um, and Spearhead Squadron, right? So, so it's almost like the, the first episode does very well in thinking that these people are just AI in these drones. So um, even the way they communicate to each other is just like, Oh, uh, thank you for your service. I know you, you've died, blah, blah. And then they'll say, I know some of your, your members have died. And they'll say, um, it comes to a job. Thank you for your, thank you for your uh, command, blah, 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 blah. That kind of thing, right? So everything's mm-hmm. just, you know, just separated by a screen. So she can't see that it's actually real people behind them. Um, when she finally discovers that there are generally people behind them, I like, even for the viewers, your whole perspective shifts because you now see that, wow, it's actually real life people that are going into battle dying the way they die 
Right, they die some gruesome deaths as well against other against you know the enemy drones who definitely don't have anyone in them, right? And the way the army talks about these eighty sixers, it's almost like they're not even human. So they deny the fact that they're human. They deny the fact that they're even living. That you know they're basically just there to go out into these drones and die, right? And that's that's the that's the story. Um. I can tell straight away that this is not going to be a nice story. I don't know. I mean, obviously, I haven't seen the manga for this. If there isn't, if 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 there isn't, if there even is a manga, but it looks like it's going to be one that's going to be a hard watch at some points, um, which I'm living for because you know, if once you've seen Attack on Titan and Game of Thrones, do you kind of like desensitize everything else? <laughs> yeah. um, this is this is this is a hundred percent worth the watch. Um, first episode, whole chicken. Um, sex, uh, second episode. Probably uh, a three piece. Mm. So yeah, hundred percent check it out. Nice. Um, one character, one character is um, really really uh, cool. Um, I think his name is uh, Shin. Shin is known as the Reaper. Nice. That's um, a dope name. Purely because of the way, exactly. Purely because of the way he operates his machine, and it is freaking dope. When you see it, it is so dope. Um, so yeah, hundred percent check it out. Um, so I also watched um, Megalobox Nomad, which is the season two of uh, of uh, Megalobox. So just continue that uh, story there. Um, dragon goes house hunting, um, as the name implies. A dragon who is basically um, a very weak dragon. He, in fact, he gets abandoned by his family just because of how weak he is. And they sort of think that, okay, he'll, he'll probably survive or toughen up if we leave so they leave and then he sort of has to travel around looking for a place to stay because he's not interested in fighting against adventurers or anything like that um he actually gets captured in the most funniest way when he goes to the village of uh dwarves um to sort of for, to ask them to build a house for him. but when he gets captured they actually want to you know harvest his parts and stuff for money because obviously dragon parts are valuable or whatnot yeah. and he just gets up to get into stupid situations and stuff like that so um it's a good laugh I, I rate the series a half chicken, but you know it's just one to watch because you know it's funny. Um, it's got a lot of uh, jokes that are related to the real world as well, and especially MMORPGs and things like that. So, um, or oh, fantasy world. So, yeah, good one. Um, Combatants will be dispatched. Um, episode one. This is again came out last week. Mm. Synopsis is with world domination near, near, nearly in their grasp. The supreme leader of Kesaraga Corporation, an underground criminal group turned evil megacorp, have decided to try their hands at interstellar conquest, nominating their chief operative, Combat Agent Six, to be one to explore an alien planet. Mm. Six was a promotion to have his dream of uh, being a harem. To do that, he'll need to work hard to achieve his dream. Alrighty, so, so this is it, yeah. <laughs> right up your own Anna. Is this, I'm, put, I'm putting this one in capitals to make sure I start watching this one <laughs> oh my god <laughs> nah he's, he's just on it isn't he um but yeah this is a funny watch so um right from the get go you can tell it's etchy even the way the um even the way the um I guess that the two the two like senior people are dressed and stuff like that. You can tell that yeah, this is definitely edgy. Like mm. you see them in like this huge ass like overall coat which is open, 
and underneath they obviously have like big ass boobs and whatnot and like almost they always wearing a bikini underneath these, these oh, things gosh. but they have like massive swords as well which obviously they're friggin um skilled with mm. um yeah so um six and this other character um i think her name is alice uh, kasaragi mm. they get transported to this um alien planet and then have to essentially, they, they essentially sort of, um, you know, uh, make contact with these people who speak English as well. I think it's Japanese. Sorry. They speak their, Asian, their weird alien language, but uh, they're able to translate it. There's a chip in um, HF6's brain that allows them to translate the language, right? Yeah. Um, and these people are all dressed, you can tell that they all have, you know, big cleavage. Um, some of them are scantily clad and whatnot. Um, they're not that techno- technologically advanced because they use swords and spears and whatnot, but they are freaking strong. And this is just just about you know, age of six getting snaked up by Alice. Alice is a, is Alice is a, as an android, so she does she does stupid things like, oh my gosh, I'm this poor helpless girl. This 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 guy here tried to uh, try to save me, but instead he ended up molesting me back to the blah 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 blah. And it's just so dumb, but it's so fun to watch. Um, this, this, this is a three piece, so yeah. Nana, especially, um, I'm sure you lot you like this episode. Yeah, man. I'll be the series. I'll be letting you guys know next week <laughs> what I thought of this. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cestus, the Roman fighter, um, episode one again last week. So in 54 AD, Cestus, a young boy orphaned by the Roman Empire and made a slave, is placed into a training school for pugilists. Pugilists is another name for boxers. Um, it is here that he begins his journey to defy fate and fight for his own freedom. Mm. Um, this is a this is a sick anime. So, have you guys ever seen um, um, Sparta? I'm uh, oh, sorry, I am Spartacus. No, or just Spartacus. I've seen, I, I, yeah, I've okay, seen, I've seen Spartacus. Yeah, Spartacus was sick. That show was dope. Good memories watching all right, that. Alright, it's pretty much like Spartacus in the sense that this anime is based in the boxing school and it's, it's boxing, um, I guess, yeah. It's, just, it's essentially a boxing school for so the boxing school. Yeah. Um, But these guys also fight in the arena, right? Mm. So, this kid who is literally the smallest guy you've ever seen, Cestus, um, gets trained by this guy who used to be a champion of the arena. Mm. Um, everyone else around him is just, you know, big, tough, strong, fast. You know, they're all much stronger than him. But during the selection process, he manages to beat the biggest guy there. Yeah. Um, and then steps into the ring, eventually, and fight against um, against a fully grown man. Beating this fully grown man, right? Um but because of his nature, he doesn't want to kill the guy. He instead holds the holds the guy the guy's hand he's just beating right up in the air, mm. and then does a thumbs up sign to the to the king. The king is sorry, the king, the emperor. This is Emperor Nero, yeah, um, a child emperor. Um, so Nero's mom actually says to him, <clears throat> "Don't ever let a slave tell you what to do." Right, and Nero's advisor says. If you play well to the crowd, the crowd will love you more. Yeah. So Nero, Nero is sort of like half and half, and Nero is actually a nice guy in this case, right? Yeah. Oh, this this version of him is a nice is a nice guy. So he says, "Cool, I'll let him live. 
thumbs up, right? But I'm thinking right off the bat, if Cestus was to end up, you know, dying, how mad would that have been? Yeah. Um, this 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 is definitely a, a three piece. Um, I think the whole season is going to be a, is going to be a three piece. Um, but it's, it's it's definitely worth the watch. I'm I enjoy it because it's got fighting in it. I do like my fighting animes. Yeah. The characters are likable. All the characters are likable. Um. And already we know it's going to build up to a final showdown between, um, between two characters. Um, again, I won't, I won't spoil it for t- too much, but um, you can tell that where the final showdown is going, and I'm looking forward to it. Um, nice. Also watched Shaman King, sure. episode three. Episode three was just um, uh, where they meet uh, uh, Lenny's sister. I'll leave it at that. Do you know, what? I've, um, I've I've only watched episode one. I didn't watch it last week, so I need to get mm-hmm. back on that because obviously, again. It's one of the ones of the new season I've actually got on my list. Um, I think maybe I haven't done no gaming t- today, um, mm-hmm. which and I'm, I'm, I've started going back to the gym and I need to go. I'm gonna go gym after this recording. Um, but I think Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I'm just gonna do an anime binge and finish all the ones mm-hmm. from the winter that I was meant to finish, and then all right. um, start watching some of this new stuff. Ah, so yeah. Um, no, does does name Lee Pai Long ring any bells? Isn't that from from Shaman King? Isn't wasn't he like the one that used swords? Or not swords? No, nah, he used knives, throwing knives. No, he was the guy that used. Um, that's Faustus. I think Faustus is the one that used throwing knives. Lee Pai Long was the guy who was like um, Bruce Lee. Uh, no, nah, I don't remember that character still. With the nunchucks. All right, cool. Anyway, he makes an appearance. Um, yes. So I'm a spider. So what? This episode is actually a really good one. Um, we saw that we saw an introduction to you know there being vampires in the world, um, and yeah, um, uh, Kubica is just yeah she's sick. Um, I'm I really like her character. Um, so in addition to all that, um, I think we said about we said earlier that um, you know went to um, American football on Saturday. Um, it was so good just being out there. We actually got to tackle it as well, so my neck is sore from that. <laughs> um, but yeah, my fitness is really, really good. Like, honestly, everything's paid off. Me losing 11 kg. Nice. Um, then, wow. you know, me running around, um, actually, you know, like, not just keeping up with people, but I think me physically um, being, you know, faster and more agile like other pe- other people there as well, I think it was mm-hmm. really, really good. Um I had just getting back. isn't it when you when you oh, it really is. you get your fitness up because I've 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 been cycling a lot and mm. um just no I notice when I don't cycle and you know like, it's that much harder to do the same route but then mm. you go out cycling with with other people and and you're like mm. I, I can do this yeah this is all right you know <laughs> oh, no definitely definitely um yeah overall I'm just really happy that you know I didn't give up myself. Because I know that, you know, when you work out by yourself, especially, you know, when you go to a park, work out by yourself, there's raining and stuff like that as well. Sometimes you just go back home and whatnot. But you stick with it and it pays off. Um, you know, you get that feeling of, you get that feeling of, you know, um, accomplishment that you've gone out, set your, your goal, mm-hmm. and you've actually achieved that goal. And now it's reflecting in your, in the way, you know, you walk, in the way you um, you move and things like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's, it's really good. So anyone who sort of is going through like a gym slump or just you know wherever they are in their fitness, um, it's sort of like in their fitness cycle, or fitness uh, plan, schedule, whatever it is. Yeah, just keep going because honestly, it's gonna pay off. 
I mean, I know there'll be times where you just want to be home, like just not do anything, but honestly, force yourself to go to the gym, force yourself to go to the park and try and get to your try and get to your fitness goals because like when you feel you when you feel yourself improving, mm. I mean, you're gonna feel that whole load better. Yeah, no, definitely. Like I'm like I've only been back to the gym since last week, but already mm. I'm feeling much better than I was before. And like mm. I said, I, I've, I've gotten like a fitness plan that's been catered to myself. So I'm going to yeah. hopefully follow that. And um, yeah, I've got one of my boys' weddings coming up end of July. So if I could shred some weight and look nice and hench for his wedding, and then I'll just maintain <laughs> that, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be happy. Black and raw. Yeah, I want to <laughs> be hench so I look good. I'll take some, I'll take some of his oh, shine. Solid. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so yeah, that's that's everything I've been up to this week. Or mm. saying that last week. Nice, cool. All right, let's head to some news. Welcome to Blurs or Us News. Uh, I want to try and get through all these news items as quickly as possible. It's just like kind of just little announcements, really. Um, so the fourth season of Castlevania is going to be airing on Netflix on the May 13th. Um, obviously, mm-hmm. you know that's going to get a Blurs Rush treatment when that comes out. Um, yep. eight, now, April 22nd, so that's like in three, four days' time, there's a new Avatar original series coming out on their Avatar YouTube channel on April 22nd. So I need to remind myself about that and put that in a note somewhere so that I can make sure that we watch that. Um, which Avatar Which Avatar is it? Is it, are you talking about Last Airbender or yeah. are you talking about Avatar La- La- no, Avatar Last Airbender. Remember they, launched, remember they launched their new studio after their deal with Netflix kind of went yeah. a bit weird. Um, so yeah, we're going to be getting new Avatar projects. Oh, um, got you, got you, got you, got you. Yes. Okay. Yes. Because this, this was, these are the same guys that wanted to go do like a movie or something with Netflix. So they, and then yeah, they, went, they were, well, it was one of those ones where like, they're the creators, isn't it? And they were like telling Netflix, like, mm. this is how they wanted to do the film. And Netflix was like, mm, no, we're going to do it our way. So they were just like, all right, well, we're leaving you guys. And then they was like, went back to Nickelodeon. And Nickelodeon was like, okay. Mm we will form like an avatar studios for you to create your own content and keep making avatar content. But in saying that, I still haven't, other than like the first book of um, Avatar Korra, I haven't Mm -hmm. watched any more. So at some point I need to probably do an avatar rewatch and watch the legend of Korra. Um, Okay. It's just not happened yet. Cool. So with this one is, is continuing. So this is going to be earth. So this is, this is going to be for earth avatar. Yeah, but it, it, I, I think it's based on the first. Uh, it's, it's based on the Legend of Ang. Okay, oh, okay. Because okay. um, we, we didn't get we didn't, we didn't get Earth book with um um uh, the Airbender one, did we? We did. So book one was water, book two was earth, and book three was fire. Okay, and then with Legend of Korra, what did, what books did you get with that? Oh, uh, Legend of Korra. I can't remember if it was books, but um, I think they did it in books. No, but the season was definitely um, one with the Water Tribe, where she, where she, um, she basically learns to fight against. I think so. One was with the air, air sorry, with the blood bending guy who mm-hmm. took away her bending, and she ended up having to bend uh, air. Mm-hmm. Second season was where she fought against this. Um, hey, hey, don't say uh, too, don't say too much because I ain't seen it. Don't say too much. It's all right, it's all right. Okay, so it's gonna be her adventures in the Earth Kingdom. I'll okay, say that much. Cool. Oh, right, cool. There's like, like there's four four seasons of, of Legend of Korra. 
Yes. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's split it's into books. Um, book one is Air. Book okay. two is Spirits. Book three is Change. And book four is Balance. Okay, so it's not so... Oh, I'm going to have to check this out. I think I've only seen book... Uh, Book two so far. Mm. Okay, uh, cool. All right. Book two. Well, like I, right. like I said, April twenty second, we're probably all going to be watching this anyway, regardless of what we've seen. Um, so I'll right. give you guys. So one, yeah, I was going to say one last thing about this one. Um, so the, the Avatar Studio moving to YouTube channel actually isn't a bad thing because watching Ruby, right? Ruby started off on YouTube. Yeah, as actually have done amazingly. So Ruby have a winning formula. So if you know if this Avatar, if the Avatar Studio uh, goes down the same route and you know it's done well and you know they're able to um, get that reach as well, I think it's going to do absolutely fine. Mm, no, definitely. Um, has it, everyone? I posted on the WhatsApp group. Has everyone seen the new images of Camille Nanjiani? And no, absolutely. What is that? Him like absolutely hench as fuck. Yes, part? he is super oh, duper ripped now. Like I, te- I keep telling you guys, if you have, oh yeah, if you have that, yeah. that Marvel money yeah, and they're paying you and giving you the best, the best trainers, the best dietitians, yeah, and you've gone a year just to work out every day with someone waking you up at six o'clock in the morning, driving you to a gym, and kicking your ass, they're taking you home, feeding you like the best food in the world and they're driving you back to the gym again of course you're gonna get that hench like he bro listen he looks like he, a, a new, he ate the last new Nanjiani <laughs> bro he looks like someone legit stuck in the hyperbolic time chamber that's he, he legit looks oh like my, that he looks absolutely his transformation amazing. is ridiculous listen I'm trying to make my trans- if my transformation is half as good as his I'll be an ecstatic person that, that is not the same guy <laughs> trust me the thing is he's He's gone from like looking really thin and scrawny to looking more hench than Mark, uh, than Henry Cavill. Yeah, yeah he looks uh, like a, he looks like a bench press of Nano you and me put together. Listen, he's oh. fucking hench now. He's actually disgusting. Well, not disgusting in a bad way. His but... arms almost look like they're. Um... <laughs> they look like they've been pumped up where you're like you know like he's got he's actually got like a like, like a, a little um like, like a, a like a, a tubey thing um at mm. the back of his like bicep and he he just gets a little pump and like attaches it he 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 would like, give he would give captain america after his money when 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 um he first went from scrawny cap to big cap yeah that is basically what Nanjiani looks like now. Like, he's just mm. that big. Like, friggin' hell, man. God. He's actually a beast now. Like, I can't wait to see this film just to see, like, him flex his muscles and just be that guy, man. And credits to him, man. Listen, like, he's, he's got to flex. Mm. Credits to him because he... Yeah, I have to say, he's got to flex his muscles yeah. and everyone's just going to, like, get blown away. <laughs> yeah, because he, he basically he basically did an Instagram post where he's, like, thanking all his dietitians and his gym people and he was, like, like you know, never would he think that he would, like, be the kind... in the shape that he would be able to, like, take his top off and and, and take a, a first trap picture. But, you know what I mean? Like, he's he's worked hard for it, so... You know, it's one of those ones. If you got it from in it, and right now he has got it in in spades. He's going to be in mm. Obi Wan Kenobi, isn't he? Um, I'm not sure. I can't remember the cast for that right now off the top of my head, but I think I think he is. I think he's supposed to be. Um, but I don't know who he's going to be playing. Mm, I'm not yeah, sure. We we probably would have definitely have talked about it at some point, but 
like T would have probably talked about. I think T talked about the casting and that. But yeah, let's move on. Um, this is one for the UK people. Yeah, does anyone remember watching the Bill growing up? Yeah, yeah. Cool. I didn't even have a. I didn't yeah. even have a TV, and I still remember the bill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that 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 that, 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 shows, that shows making a comeback with three original cast members, and um, they're three bait original cast members as well. Like you, when you see, you just like, oh, I remember you guys. Um, so yeah, that, I thought that's pretty cool. They gotta be like fucking ancient now, though. Surely oh. they'll be like sitting around it, walking around on Zimmer frames, haven't they? Oh no, it's only been what 20, 15 to twenty years, maybe. They're not gonna be that old. Like, there's there's still hey, old enough to come back. Long time. It's a long time, but you know, in the grand scheme of things, where everyone's like living late, well into their seventies and eighties, you know, again, and right, it started in nineteen eighty three. You know. That's Damn. when I was born. <laughs> and it ended in 2010. Damn. Do you know what? I would actually one day love to go back, sit back and watch the pill. I like, I remember, do you know what? The, there was one episode that absolutely triggered me as a kid, yeah. It was the episode when, what? it was the episode when um that police officer got kidnapped and raped. Oh, that's, you know, that's, that's the one that comes to my mind the most. Oh, that, that was such a big thing. That that got to me as a child, boy. That was, that was like nightmarish. And like, cause I think it was, you know, undercover. I feel like he was undercover and then something went wrong and he got kidnapped and he got raped. And then like, he was bare traumatized mm. from it and was just like, always like, just on a mad one because of it. Yeah. yeah. Man. Uh, I would one day like to sit back and watch the bill. And I think what was cool about the bill as well is like, it was, a, it was, um, where a lot of like UK talent started, like mm-hmm. if they didn't start on like um, Biker Grove or um, EastEnders, like the Bill was another place that they'll start and then like blow up and then from there go on and do different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that, man. I, I, I missed the Bill actually. It was actually such a cool show. But I guess everyone's now watching like the Line of G, which is like, I guess a little bit similar. Uh, people have got like um, they're like you know like their their all time favorite Bill episodes. Mm. Uh, there's it's it's brilliant. Everybody's like recounting when they the, the things that they uh, they like best, like when Kathy Bradford lost it completely at a hospital and smashed up the lady's toilet, and then on her way out, called a nurse and said, "Someone's vandalized your loo." <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really like. Obviously, again, like I didn't realize it was so old because again, like we, I, we were watching. Well, I was watching what in the mid nineties. Um, mm. and so, like, I remember the storylines of Smithy and Honey and all them characters there, innit? Um, ah, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to my, like I said, one one of these days, like, when I'm like retired and I've got nothing to do, I might just be like, all right, you know, what, let's get the get the final box set of the bill and <laughs> watch it from episode <laughs> one and just go at a guy, but yeah, man, that's sick that it ran for so long as well, man. That's actually really cool. Um, I probably will try and tune into this when it starts again, you know. Mm. Cause yeah. like and, and the funny thing is yeah, there was like certain characters that were in EastEnders ended up being in the bill as well and like having parts and that. Yeah, really cool show. So like I said, that's that's news for like the UK heads, isn't it? Um yeah, that's pretty cool. Alright, now this next one, yeah. I'm I'm gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna touch upon it very quickly. Yeah, but let's get to it. Cue the music. 
crossover ever. Alright, so um I actually had this conversation on a on a on a bonus episode of Heroes of Noise like maybe like three weeks ago. But um mm-hmm. I basically fucked up their recording because I didn't use a head my headset and I was just having my laptop. And so this oh, ama- yeah. this amazing like one hour, two hour conversation with an hour of it being on this topic um is never gonna see the light of day. And, oh, the, the, man. <laughs> and again, it was such a good discussion because obviously, like, uh, so basically, in the last couple of weeks, um, hashtag recast the Charla petition has been trending on Twitter and on so different social media. Um, and you know, when um, Chadwick Boseman died, I did say like, it's this is not something that I want to talk about now, but it's definitely something that we're gonna need to talk about in the future. And obviously, you know, very soon after he passed away, Disney kind of made the announcement that, you know, they're not looking to recast him, da 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 And I was like, you know what, fair enough. But as time went by and, like, my, I don't know, emotions, like, settled, it was one of those ones where I was like, I want more T'Challa's story as Black Panther. I didn't, even though he was in a, in a little bit of Civil War, and he, was, he had his own movie, but even in his own movie, I felt like we got, like like a, a very nice dose of Okoye and Nakia and Shuri. Do you know what I mean? As And we got a lot of, um, you know, like um, Killmonger kind of stole his movie away from him kind of thing. Like, so I didn't feel like mm-hmm. we got enough to Charlie. So as, like I said, my emotions kind of went down. I was like, you know what? I want them to recast um, to uh, Black Panther. I want us to get more stories focused around T'Challa. Do you know what I mean? Like, let's have maybe a couple more movies with T'Challa as Black Panther before we get um, Shuri as taking over the mantle of Black Panther or, you know, before it gets passed to someone else. Um, so, you know, I am, right now, I am in the camp of, yes, he should be recast, just not for the second movie. I don't know how they're going to work around it, but um, in the third movie, if there is a plan for a, a, a trilogy of Black Panther movies or... Um, mm-hmm. Black Panther to have um, uh, further input in the greater MCU. Um, I want him recast. I want there to be someone else recast as uh, T'Challa and continue on his legacy. Um, what, what's your thoughts on that? I think that um, yeah, well, we should we should have Black Panther recast. Initially, I know um, they said that they wouldn't um, recast Black Panther, mm-hmm. but I think that as a franchise, you are eventually going to have to recast Black Panther. Even say, for example, that okay, Black Panther's completely done with this line of um, MCU movies, blah blah. Somewhere in the future, they're going to they're going to reprise the role. Someone's going to be cast as Black Panther. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, I understand that you know respecting Chadwick Boseman, Resin Beast, because you know he was a great Black Panther. He's a great actor and person in general. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can never replace him as a person. Yeah. Um, but the role of Black Panther, I think, should be recast, and you know, in order to play or pay homage to um, uh, Charlie Boseman's Black Panther, that you know, the person does their best to, um, you know, um, you know, you just sort of dive into the role as well as uh, Charlie Boseman did. Mm. Um, that's all I can say, but definitely, yes, um. Uh, they should reprise more of uh, of uh, they should recast more of Black Panther. Otherwise, I mean, how long do we have to wait for another Black Panther movie? Do you know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. I mean, I mean, I know, I know. Again, 
I, I don't want to say black people, but I'll say people in general. Um, how? I mean, this this is the first you know, like, say black superhero movie we got in a long while. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to miss my words too much because there's this Meteor Man that's been out there, but it's, it's, it's a black um character. So it's, it's a black superhero movie. Yeah, um, it's just a little bit that we different. Seen, mm. That we haven't got in ages. You know what I mean? Yeah. So and it did it did phenomenally well in cinemas. Yeah. So are we saying that because we feel some type of way about Chadwick Boseman, right? That we should never have a, another successful Black Panther cast, or mm. do you know what I mean? Or do we want to see, or do we continue to see Black Panther in in on on our screens? Yeah. Um. I'll leave. I'll leave it there. Yeah. Because obviously, like you know, look how many Batman's we've had. Look how many Jokers we've had. Look how mm. many Superman we've had. Mm. Um. Stevie, what's your what's your take? Uh, what, what, I think if they're gonna if they're gonna do um, uh, recasting, they've got to be really blatant about it and just go, "We are recasting," mm. and mm. everybody knows it. And they they just they they could even I don't know, you know, like Marvel has a bit of like humor in a, a lot of their movies. They could even drop a few Easter eggs about him being a recast or something like that. Um, I don't know. I don't know how that would work. I know it would, that would definitely work in like a Deadpool movie. So break the fourth wall. But yeah. I don't know how well recasting and trying to make people think that this is the same actor. I just don't think that would work. It would just fit. Everybody would constantly, you'd constantly yeah, be that, watching the movie going. And that's what, what and that's, know, like, that's why I said that it shouldn't be in the second movie. Make it like, again, if there's plans for free Black Panther movies or plans for them to be future MCU movies, do it for those who but this immediate movie that's coming up black panther 2 have him i don't know being in space or in a mission so do doing <laughs> something like have an excuse for why he's not there don't kill him yeah. off have a reason why he's not in i the mean movie. Or the other alternative is is do the whole cgi thing that, that no um, but they've, they've already they've already said that they're not going to do that no already, and, and that's okay. and yeah that's, I mean, that's fine but for that was a movie. you know like with with um with all the stuff they did with uh with Star Wars yeah and recreating all the stuff you know all the different characters oh yeah but faces. like I said they've already said that for this next movie and again yeah. like I said for this next movie I am fine with them paying respect and not having them recast not having them sharpen CGI but like moving forward after that I think they need to have a T'Challa they need to have you know it, so in this next movie have they got footage did he did he film a load of no they, they hadn't done Good anything work. so they've had to they've had to rewrite the entire whole story okay okay yeah honestly for next movie i'd love to see Sh- uh, shuri as black panther mm-hmm. and whatever whatever excuse they have for um t'challa not being there um, i'm saying no, no whatever excuse because we also we know that the main actor um passed away. has passed away i mean in terms of the story in marvel they could have something like you know he's off in the remote part of the world carrying on his own mission like i said doing whatever the case may be um that's why he's physically not able to be a wakanda mm-hmm. or you know take up the mantle of black panther so i think shuri would be a good segue well do you, do you think it? that's what they'll really focus on <coughs> is um do you think they'll kind of be like it's it's not not the one person it's it's the mantle of of the black well, panther that, that uh, is always that's that has always been the case mm-hmm. because in the comic book shuri does yeah. become the black panther um, yeah, I can't remember yeah. the reason why, but you've obviously you you have leeway to do that. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. But again, it's just one of those ones where like 
T'Challa hasn't really had, for me, in my opinion, he's not really had enough of his time to shine. Like, even though he's been in two movies, I don't think we've had Mm. enough of that character. Oh, we could have had so much, so much from them, couldn't we? Yeah. I mean, I remember hearing, like, the hints that that the next Black Panther movie would be dealing with, like, uh, uh, the, the, uh, was it? Namor. Um, Namor, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, you know, Marvel's version of Aquaman and and the, you know, like the... Is that right? Is yeah, that's what that that's one of the rumors. Yes. Yeah, yeah I, and I was like, that would be great. That would I'd be well up for like a, a movie like that where you explore more of like a second hidden nation mm. that's like very advanced and and there's you know um, T'Challa you know doing his thing, being Black Panther and sort of basically trying to stop them from destroying the rest of the world. Yeah. Oh, that would be so cool. Yeah, I think so too. I honestly, I just don't know how. I think the best course of action would be to just be, if they want to recast someone and not go down the whole route of like, oh, this um, previous um, Black Panther's mysterious just died of something and, and you didn't get to, get to see it or anything like that. Yeah. If they want to go down that he's still alive, they've got to be just really blatant about mm. it's a different actor. Yeah, and and we're all cool with that, you know. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Right. Uh, Legends of Tomorrow star Dominic Pro leaves the show and blasts the studio. Now I didn't click on this. I don't watch League League of Legends. I don't watch League of Tomorrow. But like Legend, <laughs> I, I this was one of those um, DC shows that was supposedly doing really well. So it's a shame that the actors left. Uh, any of did any of you guys watch Legends of Tomorrow? No. Um, to be honest, I think. I I just felt out of love with the um with the DC that you know series on TV. Mm. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, Flash was Flash was decent, and then I started watching um, what's it called, Green Arrow, mm. or just Arrow, and it just yeah, went downhill for me basically. Um, but I do know that um, Dominic Pirel was playing um, he was playing the brother of um. Oh, what was his name? Oh. Isn't like, he was, wasn't like the Captain, Freeze brother. Captain Cold. He was playing, he was playing, yeah, that's it. Yeah, he was playing, he was playing the brother of, of Captain Cold. Mm. Um, so yeah, I don't know how how much of a role, how big of a role he played in um in Legends of Tomorrow, but um, yeah, it was, it was tough to put up, you know when an, an actor sort of quits or leaves uh, for whatever reason the the set, but you know. Yeah, I have no idea if they're going to continue this or not. Um, I don't know how much of an impact that will have on it either because I I don't really watch uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Um, So yeah, cool. Uh, I'm not hugely invested in this series. I I watched I watched um, like the Flash, some of the Flash series. mm -hmm. Watched some of the Green Arrow series, and I caught a couple. I remember seeing like how the how they segued into like the Legends like some of the characters in Legends of Tomorrow and like the dude who's like the professor mm. who emerges with like the, the fire dude. Um, and oh, fire, fire, fire storm or fire. Yeah. Is it fire storm? I can't remember, but he, he kind of merges with him, doesn't he? Kind of mm-hmm. like, um, and I remember seeing it and going there. Yeah, that's cool. But there were, there was just, I don't know. I, I don't think it was on the right platform for me at the time. And, and it was very much like just, yeah, another 
low budget like like superhero thing and yeah. I, I i kind of like i think i just got a little bit kind of like worn out with all of the flash and the green it was there another one or was it su- and it was um supergirl su- supergirl as well was in that as well and, yeah yeah flash and, and they supergirl. Had, they used to have like um all like where they'd like have one episode which had all of them in it all three oh, kind of um, things and i was like crisis of that infinite must be earth. a fucking mission yeah, that was the like Crisis of Infinite Earth that they did, and as always, that was really well done, actually. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I kind of feel like I should have got into it because it it is totally up my street, all of that. But I, I think Legends of Tomorrow was sort of like the 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 last one that they the last offering, and I kind of just never, or, I don't know, I just didn't get into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's it. Enough. Looks very snazzy though. And and the dudes, there's, I'm looking at a picture of a dude who looks like he's got a mini. Do you remember Monsters Inc? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the big fluffy kind of like monster. What was his name? I can't remember. Oh, but he, mm, picture of him is holding this like a mini one of them. <laughs> I'm intrigued now. Maybe I will have to check this out. <laughs> All right, uh, Aquaman two adds P- Pilau Asbeck. I'm sorry if I butchered your name. Um, he was. He, Ewan Greyjoy um, so yeah he's another one added to the cast uh, Shazam 2 as Lucy Liu as the villain so that would be interesting I love Lucy Liu I think she's a great actress um, yeah same here yeah. she's absolutely kick ass so I know that the fight choreography is going to be on point um, mm-hmm. yeah let's head over to the anime news Anime manga. Okay. So Resident Evil Biohazard will premiere April 2021. So I don't know exactly when this month is being released, but it's being released very soon. Uh, characters characters include Leon S. Kennedy and Claire Redfield. Um, Mobile Suit Gundam Wing Endless Waltz will be released on Blu-ray on April 26th. It's a sequel to the Mobile Suit Gundam Wing series. Nice. Seven Deadly Sins, Cursed by Light Anime. Mm. Uh, this anime film will open in Japan on July 2nd. So we should be getting it shortly. I'm sure it'll be online uh, shortly for that too. Mm-hmm. Um, Crunchyroll will stream 86 anime English dubs. Mm. Um, no specific date given yet, but mm. 86 is currently, like Nana pointed out earlier on, is currently being streamed uh, on the service in original Japanese with English subs. Nice. And... That's the anime. No manga news, unfortunately. Cool. But that's the that concludes the I, anime and manga news. I just want, I just want to add for like our American listeners, if you're into anime, um, they're currently showing the Demon Slayer Slayer movie finally in American cinemas. So if there's a cinema near you that's showing that's showing it, I would highly recommend go check it out. Uh, especially if obviously you're a fan of Demon Slayer. Um, the fact that it's now shown in, in American cinemas, I'm really hoping that it's gonna be on Crunchyroll or Funimation really soon because I really want to watch that. Um, and when I when we do watch that, I'm probably going to get some of the guys over from Anime Freshman uh, for us to have another crossover event and review that mm-hmm. movie. Um, quick little bit of gaming news. So, uh, Amazon has cancelled their Lord of the Rings MMO. Um, no reasons to why, as I didn't click further to delve into the issue, but... Um, <laughs> 
yeah, it just kind of sucks, isn't it? Like, I guess there's a lot of people that were probably um, looking forward to a, a new Lord of the Rings game. Um, is it Lord of the Rings 2000 on PlayStation 2? That game, that game, yeah. that game was sick. So, um, yeah, I'm, again, I'm pretty sure a lot of people are going for that. Um, Legend of Heroes Trails in Trails of Cold Steel 1 and 2 is coming to the Nintendo Switch um, July 8th for number 1 and August 5th for number 2. Um, the Legends of Heroes um, is like a, a gigantic franchise where like all these different games take place like on different continents in the, on the same planet. Um, I did start playing um, Trails in the Sky. I haven't gone back to it just yet because like I said, I was looking to stream that and obviously my laptop wasn't powerful to handle it. Um, but I will go back to that game because even though I'm still probably early game, I was enjoying it. And I do want to like kind of play all these new ones and like get up to the most latest one. So having the um, one and two be on a Switch will probably encourage me to play that a bit more since I do, you know, when I start playing something on a Switch, I do quite like it. Um, mm-hmm. E3 announced their lineup. Um, obviously, it's all going to be done online. Um, obviously, you know, things are still kind of coming out from the pandemic so not everyone's like not everything's fully reopened um the confirmed lined up for 2021 is nintendo xbox capcom konami ubisoft take two warner brothers and koch media uh, i'm not too familiar with koch media or take two um warner brothers i'm assuming they're going to be talking about their harry potter game um because i don't know mm-hmm. what other games that they potentially coming out um once again no sony um, so Sony are probably going to be doing their own thing again as usual well not as you well yep. I say as usual because obviously in the last recent years they've kind of been like yeah we're not really going to do E3 but it's a bit of a shame but it is what it is alright moving swiftly on let's get to trailers Alright, so I'm not gonna lie, I've not been as on job as we did last week where I had all the dates of when things are coming out, etc. Um, but the first trailer is Shadow and Bow, which is coming to Netflix on the 23rd of April. Um, this looks like a really cool fantasy story, and I am definitely gonna be checking it out when it drops. I'm obviously gonna add this to the list and hope that you guys get an opportunity to watch it um, so we can review it. Um, More amazing stuff looking from uh from netflix mm, no definitely man um so it's based on a book by yeah a book by lee bardigo again i apologize for saying your name wrong um i'm not gonna say too much about what it's about you can go check out the trailer but it just looks cool in it <laughs> and it's definitely something i'm gonna be checking out uh what did you guys think of the trailer um for me it was all right um it didn't really grab my attention I don't know why, but um, for me, I, I reckon it's the the trailer for for me is a half chicken. Um, I like the you know the fancy elements in there, so you know magic, um, the the fight scenes in that. Um, but what it it but the trailer gripped me towards the story itself, which is why I'm giving it a half chicken. Um, I, I I obviously understand what's going, what's happening, but it's not enough to you know intrigue me into actually watching it. So that's my take on it. Cool, cool, cool. Steve, I, I am I I enjoyed it. Um, this could be 
uh, I like the premise, you know, like the, the magic side of it and um, it looks very fantastical. Um, this could be like absolutely brilliant if the acting, because uh, it's got quite a lot of sort of teenagers in it by the looks of things. Mm. And if that, it could be really good or it could be an absolute just it could be an absolute flop depending <laughs> on how how the if the actors are, are actually really good at mm. what they mm. do and it looks like the story is going to be great you know the, the the books have already been written um but they could just yeah if if we get a lot of wooden acting it's going to be crap yeah i, I agree with that but i will definitely be watching it nice. um it's, it's right up my street Nice. And the next trailer stars uh, Jason Statham in, I want to say it was a Guy Ritchie product, uh, Ref of Ban. Um, this is up my street. This is an action movie. Is Jason Statham just being badass? <laughs> just action. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping they didn't show all of the action in the trailers, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm all about it. This is basically uh, someone like. Jason Statham character basically is a, is a new security guard um, that like protects mm-hmm. like armored trucks as they're moving around, and he's basically got an alternative ulterior motive because someone's like killed his wife and his child, and it was someone that attacked a um, armored truck. So he's gone. He's like gone undercover, but he's not a cop. Um, and it's not like a like even though that's the whole story, and it's you could say oh that's spoilers, but that was in the trailer like if you couldn't piece together how this movie's gonna go um based on that then there's not really much i can do for you like it's it's fairly obvious if you know what i mean um yeah what 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 was your lot's take on this one yeah the film looks like it's uh fairly easy to to grasp um is legit so like uh i don't know what i don't know what's called a revenge story or whatever but that's that's basically what he's doing. He's out there to kill whoever it was that um, that killed his wife and his uh, his kid. But what I like about this is the fact that it's a it's Jason it's Jason Statham returning to his action movies because yes, Meg was Meg was an alright movie, but it wasn't a movie that I like to see Jason Statham. This is Jason Statham just being just dumb action movies. Um, like um you know death race or the mechanic or you know some other or e- even um um crank the incredibles oh crank was crazy crank was hilarious yeah so even those kind of movies um so i appreciate it's a return to jason state and go back to those actual movies um so yeah i'm looking forward to seeing this one um this for me was, was uh again it's a half chicken because again the story doesn't grip me too much but the actual scenes is, is what gets me yeah, um, kind of reflect that. Um, looks fun. Um, mm. Lots of action. My biggest concern is just that I'd get bored because it would just be a load of action, <laughs> and you know, like it. it I'd, I'd like to. I'd, I'd like to be surprised by having some twists or, or actually being, yeah. you know, having having some uh, a story that's actually a little bit more. Well, yeah. was, um, you disappeared for a second there, Stevie. Sorry, yeah, I just someone just tried to call me. Oh, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, when, what did I? When, what, when did I cut off? Um, you you saying that you would like if the story was like more bit had a bit more of a surprise? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. But that said, if it does turn out to just be an, an action movie, if it's a fun action movie, I like Jason Statham, so yeah, I'm sure it'd be great. Yeah. Right. Next trailer is Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. Now, this trailer came up about two weeks ago, but just hadn't. I hadn't watched it. I hadn't really talked about it. Um, this looks fun. It's Ryan Reynolds at his best, just doing Ryan Reynolds things. But this time, they've added Salma Hike as well as Samuel Jackson, um, and we're gonna follow her character a bit more than because in the in the first movie she was like the damsel in distress. In this movie, she's like the, <laughs> in, in the commas. Yeah, she's <laughs> in this movie she's like the badass one, and Samuel L. Jackson's character is kind of like the damsel in distress. So uh, it will be interesting to see how this movie goes. The trailer was funny. The trailer was great, um, and I'm looking forward to this one. Yeah, um, this is a good one. But also, it's a return of all three uh, actors. Um, yeah, I mean, the first I, I really enjoyed the first movie. Just, just you know, the dynamics um, between Samuel Jackson's character and Ryan Reynolds' character. And this time, Summer Hyde being in the mix, she looks like she's just gonna just not take shit from anyone. Really, just do her own thing in the trailer. That's kind of like what she did. Um, and also, she's the love interest of uh, Samuel Jackson's character, mm-hmm. so. I'm actually, I'm actually looking forward to uh, seeing this movie purely because it looks like it's going to be fun. Um, I can't wait for it to come out. Nice, dope. Um, so I'm, I'm ready for a, th- a three piece. Nice, nice, nice. Steven? Uh, yeah, I, um, I, this is, this looks like a whole lot of fun. Um, I initially I was like, is this what is this going to? What's the, what's the kind of like feel of this and as soon as i saw ryan reynolds i was like this is going to be a massive piss take mm-hmm. uh, it does i i really want to see this when it comes out um and then again it's full of like like three big three big names in it that's mm. that's awesome you know yeah. i thought that summer hike being unhinged was pretty fun you know he's there trying to be like you know just taking a break from it all and she's she's just what was it she wants to have a baby or something yeah and and he's, yeah he's like you'll be an amazing host <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was good yeah so yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to this definitely nice 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 all right so another one that dropped last week but we didn't get a chance to talk about is army of the dead um, yeah now this is uh can't i can't wait to see this, this just feels like they just the person watched Train to Busan, uh, presents the person and just like, oh, let's make an American version of this. So I don't know, you know, if this is based on a book or, you know, like how how far this dates back, um, how much of a copycat this is. Um, it's directed by Zack Snyder, so you know, um, I'm really like like obviously I'm gonna watch this movie and I'm not probably gonna enjoy it because like it's a very like action packed zombie zombie movie but I, I said this with train to Busan, like fast zombies are a no-no for me and in this one they've made them intelligent like, <laughs> no i'm just gonna yeah just gonna just stay at home like and again i'm sorry <laughs> um in this kind of setting when you've got military and you've got arsenal like before i even venture into this town i am carpet bombing the shit out of the area like yes there's a chance that you know i might collapse i might collapse the safe but like i am hurling like i'm doing so many like flybys and shooting things before i even send 
personnel in there. Like, I'm sending robots for, like, do you know what I mean? I'm doing a whole heap of stuff, yeah, um, before I even send people but to retrieve money. Why would you need to do that if you've got Batista? Who you can just send in? Oh yeah, because you know, obviously he's Batista's, Batista, guns. Batista's obviously got plot arm, and he's not gonna he's, he's gonna survive this. But uh, yeah, it looks fun, man. Like I'm definitely gonna check this out. I was this coming to Netflix? I'm not even sure. I don't. I feel like this is coming to Netflix. So again, I don't, yeah, it's coming to Netflix. I don't have to pay for it, so I'm hundred percent gonna be watching this when it comes out. May May the twenty first, Netflix. There you go. Um, yeah, Martin, what's what's your you know? Yeah, it looks like it's going to be um, another action-packed movie with uh, smart-ass zombies. Especially that dog. That dog zombie looks friggin' no, cool. That, that, that was a tiger. Was it not? It was a tiger. I couldn't make it out. Yeah, yeah zombie tiger. Because obviously it's uh, like making fun or of... Or a leopard or, or something, something like big that. Cat, yeah. Right? yeah. All right. Yeah, I mean, it looks, it looks friggin'... Yeah, I mean, I, I like it. I, I really want to see... Um, like how how it all goes down if like that um from the caster's side i mean it's batista so what's not to like um theo rossi is also in it he's the guy from sons of anarchy well he's the one i remember from sons of anarchy like his his role in sons of anarchy the most mm. um um yeah i mean, I mean yeah it just it looks like it looks like it's gonna be good fun so yeah, um, it's, got, it's got the woman in it from um, the latest Star Trek um, Discovery, who's the engineer woman. Mm, oh, her. Um, she's got short hair and she's like really. Yeah, cool. I know, I know the exact one. Oh, what is her name? Uh, no, oh, because she because she always plays a badass in, in uh, TV series and movies now. Take uh, Matilda, Matilda O'Callaghan, Nataro. Oh, blimey. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, there's also uh, Amari Hardwick in this. Amari Hardwick is the... Um, he plays uh, Ghost Ghost uh, James St. Patrick in um, Power. So, yeah, he's also in this movie. So, yeah. I'm like... I'm, I, think, I think I'll give this a three... Uh, yeah, I'll give this a three piece. Solid, solid, solid. Um... How many trailers we got left? I feel like the oh two more. Alright, so this trailer two just dropped. This trailer dropped today. Sang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. I'm not gonna lie, yeah. Like the MCU gets my money anyway, but to give me like a kung fu martial arts movie, I am all over this man. Mm. This gets a whole chicken. I cannot wait for this to come out. I'm probably gonna watch this movie like three times. Um, I I struggle to find like obviously yes it could be a flop here. Anything could be a flop, but. I struggle to see how they can do anything wrong with this. Uh, I have no clue on Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. I do not, like, I'm not familiar with that source material whatsoever. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not even going to try and get familiar with the source material because I wouldn't like to be a little bit surprised by this. Um, but yeah, I'm okay. all over this, man. Um, Martin, what's your familiarity with Shang-Chi? Um, all I know is that he's, and he's, uh, he's a martial artist. Um, in the Marvel in in Marvel um, comics, um, he's I think he's done things like he's had run-ins with the or I guess um, team ups with the Avengers with um, Spider Man I think um, I'm trying to think who else Iron Fist White Tiger if if you um, know any of those characters um, yeah besides that I don't know much else about the characters to be honest. Um, 
But you know, it's a martial arts. Um, it's a martial arts movie. Um, he is. Oh, actually, not tell a lie. Apparently, he's also. Um, Actually no, actually no. That's it. I'll, I'll, I'll just I'll just say that it looks like an interesting movie. Um, I thought I thought I remembered something about him between him and Black Panther, but no, it's just. Um, I think I think he had a, he had a meeting with Black Panther or something like that. But yeah, I mean, it looks it looks decent to be honest. Um, the actor I remember the actor being in um, Mr. Kim's Convenience. Um, so. Uh, I can't remember. What, I can't remember what his name. Um, I can't remember his um his name either. But yeah, I mean, this this movie looks like it's going to be good. Um, I'm giving this a, a three piece just because you know Marvel is actually doing a decent job. Marvel Cinematic especially is doing a decent job. Yeah. Um. In in its uh in its uh movies. Um, as long as this is better than the Iron Fist movie, which I'm sure uh, Iron Fist TV series, which I'm sure is gonna be. Yeah. Um, hold on, hold yeah. Hold on, hold on, I'm looking forward to it. Oh right, we were trying to shit about you too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, so yeah, um, Shang Chi, Shang Chi, Shang Chi. Yes, that's it. Yeah. So the actor's name is um, I think it's pronounced Shimu uh, Liu. Um. So yeah, like I said, his I've seen his uh, portrayal of um character in um in Mr. King's Convenience. So uh, he's a decent he's a decent actor. Um. So yeah, um, I'm looking forward to this one. So yeah, three. This this trailer gets a three piece for me. For me, um, I think I, I enjoyed. You know, like it looks slick. It has the whole kind of Marvel kind of like um, poly, well polished trailer. The, there was a, a a story there um, that with I, I thought there was going to. It feels like there might be some good comedy moments where he doesn't want to be. Um, in that life of being like, you know, taking on his, is it, I guess it's his father's mantle that he's got to take over or his master's mm. mantle. Um, but he, he's, he's natural, you know, he's just, he is very, very gifted and, and everything. But to be honest with you, I, this, this didn't really sort of like excite me. I, I watched it. Okay. Like, there's been other movies that have excited me a bit more. And this just felt like it was more of the same, like, there's been a load of like martial arts movies out and mm-hmm. it's about like a legacy or, a, or someone taking on a mantle. And I don't know. I, just, I think this, the, the actual like storytelling and the acting and directing will, will, will win me over with this. If it's mm. good, Yeah. the actual just premise, I was just a bit meh. I think I'm just, uh, you know, it didn't feel like, um, I, th- I think with some of the other stuff like Invincible or, you know, like what we're watching at the moment, I don't know what's mm-hmm. going to happen. I haven't got a clue. Like, you know, what I didn't went before, um, Falcon Winter Soldier came out. I didn't really know what they were going to do. Um, and it, you know, it, it, it was, it was a bit of a mystery. Whereas this, they kind of laid it out. Like this is what it's going to be in the trailer. And, and that's, it's all very well. That you do, you know, you want to make sure people know what what they're buying into. Mm, yeah. But at the same time, I kind of looked at it and went, mm. just didn't really feel like the particular spark for it. But that's that's just I, I'm hope I, as an optimist, I will I'll hope for like that I'm going to enjoy it when it when it comes out because I will watch it when it comes out. Obviously, mm-hmm. yeah. That's fair. That's fair. And the last one, it caught me a little bit of surprise because like even though I knew I was meant to watch the trailer. I didn't start watching the trailer, so to speak, 
Um, so it like one of the, one I watched one trailer and this this show started auto play, like another trailer started auto playing, and then halfway through I was like, "What is this? That watch this looks pretty interesting, bit weird but interesting." And I realized it was a love love and robots um volume two that I was meant to be watching the trailer for anyway, and um <laughs> yeah, so I liked it. It looked a bit weird. Um, it looked like the clips were it felt like they had a bit more length in time because I feel like. In the first Love and Robots, they were like maybe like ten minutes shorts. Like obviously they vary, but mm. they felt very quick. Where this time round, it seemed that they had a little bit more meat to them, so to speak. Mm. Yeah. So no, I'm looking. Some of the to... graphics that that uh, in some of the clips looked absolutely stunning. Yeah, and I do like the fact that uh, it looks like we're going to get a variety of different art styles mm. again. Because that's what like, the first season had just so many different. Some were like uber good graphics, others were sort of more kind of cartoony. But in all of them, the stories were just amazing. And yeah. I think this is what we, I reckon, we're going to get this again in 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 this next season. Amazing stories coupled together with just wonderful, wonderful artistry. Yeah, definitely. yeah, I think so too. Cool. All right. I'm, I'm, this this is what I'm really excited about. So you know, like this, I this is a, a total. This is two whole chickens for me, <laughs> <laughs> honestly. Because the first of um, Love Death for Robots was really good. I mean, I enjoyed. Yeah, I think I say I enjoyed every single episode of of that. Mm. Um, so I'm looking for more of the same um, with this one. It's like the it's like the animated Black Mirror. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And all that just like really it really interests me. Um, so this gets a whole chicken for me. Um, just again, I'm gonna be biased because it's based on previous, um, on a previous season as well. So I, I am 100 percent looking forward to this. But we've got to wait for ages, haven't we? Mm-hmm. When's it? When's it coming out? Uh, May the 14th. Oh, that's not that. that <laughs> now they're giving us this trailer. That's not that long ago. Honestly, we see like yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Mm. But they apparently there is a season three that's on the way as well in the coming first twenty twenty two, so we mm. definitely they've realised that it's um that it, that it was a, a winner, so they definitely they're throwing loads of seasons into it. So yeah. Good, good, good. Mm. All right, let's move to a main event. So, I'm going to start off with Black is Belter. We were meant to watch this, um, not meant to watch this, we were meant to review this last week, uh, and I completely forgot about it. Um, how, I do not know. Um, I am going to give this a free piece. Um, I was, obviously, I talked a little bit to Martin about this um, beforehand, and, like, he told reminded me that the art style was very uh, archery. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't realize this came out. Actually, came out in like 2018 in Spain, according to what I'm seeing on the IMDb. 
um, but it only just recently dropped on Netflix. Um, I really enjoy this. Um, it like, I wouldn't say it taught me things that I didn't know, but there was, uh, yeah. you know, like new information that was presented to me and I, and I thought it was really cool. Um, and I like the main character and like, you know, how he, he, I want to say evolved, but like how he got better as it went along. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to, yeah, Martin, I'm going to let you like kind of give more of a gist of what this is about. All right. So this is set in the sixties, um, with a Basque man called, um, Manesh, um, who is fighting his own struggle, uh, being forbidden for participating in a parade on racial grounds. Um, this is actually based on a true story. Um, so, um, the parade was, uh, he was forbidden from was, um, again, it's, it's in the height of the sixties, but you know, it's already racial tension, um, especially for the civil rights movements. Mm. Um, and, um, he wants he and his friend wants to be part of the parade, um, to show the, um, it's all the history of Spain as well with, um, these two black, um, um, I, I, I don't know what to call them. Like giant um, puppets. Floats? Yeah, floats, yes. giant puppets. Yeah, as a, as a, you know, the, the, the full thing where they put it on the, over their bodies and whatever, mm. yeah. So, it's, it's interesting because um, the, the thing, the reason why this movie is so good is because, one, it's animated similar to Archer, and so it's, it's, it's easy on the eyes, um, but, you know, the textures and everything from scene to scene um, is also drawn very, very well. Um, it also teaches you more about, you know, other people's history. So, um, the, uh, people, there's, so there's a, how do I say it? There's like a group of people in Spain called Basque. Um, and they have their own culture that's very different from other parts of, from, uh, other parts of Spain, right? So they have their own language, their own traditions, dances, foods, um, so it was really nice seeing uh, a movie that portrayed that as well because I've only heard about um, people who are Basque. Um, I had no idea. I just thought, you know, it's just a, a group of people in Spain. Like, I don't know how in Ghana, like Nana in Ghana, we have people called, you know, like the, the Hawuzas. Yeah. In, uh, yeah, so I thought it was like, it was like that basically. Um, but it goes, it goes to a bit more detail. Not maybe not to more detail, but just, you know, intrigued me to learn a bit more about, uh, about Basque people, Basque culture. So that was really nice. Um, we witnessed key, um, I should say, um, key events are witnessed by Manesh, including, um, the riots called the riots caused by the assassination of Malcolm X. Yeah. Um, Muhammad Ali's refusal for, uh, conscription, the secret alliance between the Cuban secret services and the Black Panther uh, Party, as yeah. well as the wars between, you know, uh, Israel, Egypt, and uh, Jordan. This is like the formation of uh, Israel and all all the, um, I'm sure Palestine as well, yeah. with all the events lead around that. So I thought it was really interesting because a lot of things happened in the 60s that, that you know, um, people may, may tend to miss. So this was a nice um, way of showing that. And this is all going around in the background whilst Manesh is actually doing his his bit to um, to sort of escort escort this uh, this uh, man around around the seas. You know, going to Canada, for example, and places like that. Um, 
and all the jokes in between that and whatnot. So, um, I thought it was really interesting. Um, oh, also to add from um, for the Basques. So the Basques are in Spain and France, um, um, which is why Manesh is, most, is, is also fluent in French and it's also referred to as a frog because of his, uh, I guess, his accent. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, you also see things like uh, the psychedelics or the drug taken in the 70s. Yeah. Oh, sorry, maybe not in the 70s, maybe late 60s, late 60s, early 70s, you know, with... Um, I guess the hippie movements, um, and you know people being more expressive of their sexuality and stuff like that. Um, overall, I'm giving this movie a three piece. I thought it was really good. Mm. Stevie, were you were you able to check this one out? I managed to see uh, about half of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and so far it is uh, really good. It's really surprised me. Uh, the I love the the art style um sometimes super detailed sometimes um quite sketchy just feels really arty like they they're they're definitely kind of portraying an era um in this and they're doing a really good job of it um coupled together with a a, like a really interesting storyline as well um Mm. and if this is actually all historical yeah this is great it's really illuminating and they mix kind of like different languages as well, which is really mm-hmm. fun. And yeah, I, 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 I started watching it. Unfortunately, I just ran out of time. Um, That's all good. Let's go back to work. I was watching it in, lunch, in my lunch break and I was like, fuck. That's fair enough. All right. So I'm going to talk about this next movie for about 10 seconds. Yeah. This is one of the worst movies I have seen on, <laughs> on, on, I've had to review on the show, man. And I am so upset because like I had high hopes for this movie. Like oh. I like it was like action fantasy. It had um oh what's his name? Nicholas Cage. It, no, not not Nicholas fuck and, Nicholas the Cage, and, right? And, no, and not, and it had Tony Jar in it. As yeah, well, it, it, had, it had Tony Jar. Yeah. So I was like, oh yeah, like, you know, this is gonna be fun. This is is you know, it's gonna be cool. I f- like I fell asleep like with like fifteen minutes ago at the end of this movie, and then I was like, "Crap, I've got like wait, I've got to now go back and watch this last fifteen minutes again, man." It was doo man. Like I was like, <laughs> "You've got people that have basically gotten their roles because they're hench and they know martial arts in it, but then why were they like some of the martial artsies? Like it felt like they were slowed down and just." Like weirdly done. I, I was I was confused. And they did and they then, did that classic thing from the eighties. So this this there was so many bits in this reminded me of old Jean Claude Van Damme movies. Mm-hmm. Where yeah, so like a teenager, I was like, oh my god, that's so cool. And uh, you know Jean Claude Van Damme's going around being crazy. But the 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 filming was terrible. They, they had this mm. like I don't know what it is that maybe they're just trying to sort of like maybe it's maybe it's an homage or the the director's just trying to sort of like take all these techniques mm. and put them in a film. But why the fuck when someone gets, I don't know, like does a backward somersault and knocks someone out, do you play it three times in a row in slow motion this, this, from different this, angles? This, I don't. This, this felt like maybe this would have worked like back in the nineties. Cause like it felt a little bit like Power Rangers but like awful. Like it felt like a bad Power Rangers show. Do you know, do you know what I mean? 
Yeah. Definitely. This was way worse than Power Rangers. Yeah, obviously it was it was worse than Power Rangers, but I'm saying it, it, it felt like. And you know what? Yeah, I feel like the director really thought he had something when he filmed that like um, FPS. Um, uh like you know, the, after the guy escapes for the first time and Joe, Tony Jar comes to save him, and then yeah. he's like, "It was horrible." Yeah, but <laughs> I, 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 I bet they were like, "Oh, we're onto something with this FPS angle. It's, it's gonna look like a video game." I was like, "This like." It looks stupid and like. Was, like uh, so I've got a question because I've not. I only watched. I think I only managed to watch like half, not even half an hour of it. I think twenty minutes of it mm. before I had to turn it off because it was <laughs> just too. Too awful. much, yeah. But there was a really weird bit in that first person bit where the camera would be like first person and all of a sudden it would then go back to yeah that, that's what i'm talking about like they really <laughs> thought they were doing something special there and i was just like oh this looks awful man uh, i was wondering like is this some special power that he's got no that was, just, that, it, was that was a choice is, that was a director's choice fuck that that is so <laughs> if they'd made it like oh he's actually able to sort of like a, a second one of him can can appear and like and, no. and beat up people no, that then, was just the director's choice yeah. to do some awful, like, thought like he was doing something rev- revolutionary and it was just so bad. Absolutely horrendous. Yeah. And and the amount of, like, ninja stars flying around in that oh. forest. Oh, don't even get me started. Do you not? Yeah, yeah, get me started, man. Get me started. No, I, I don't <laughs> want to spend too much longer on this absolutely turd of a movie. I think the fact that we're even mentioning it is 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 too much... Like, do not watch jujitsu. Yeah, yeah, don't. All right, so life. All right, so I'm gonna gonna read read out to you what I what I wrote for it Mm. because yeah. So first and foremost, this is just bones. It doesn't. If we had a rating worse than bones, bones, we 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 would have we would have given it. But it is just bones. That's it. Cremated. It's cremated. (laughs) Cremated. Yeah. So, in the first three minutes, right, I noticed that a shuriken's bounced off the guy's back. What the hell? In the first three minutes, right, that already set the tone of the of the movie. Then the choreography is actually very, very bad. Um, you can see where punches and kicks don't connect, and they're easy to telegraphed. Um, and even when kicks look strong, the person flies back, and then the impact between them and the object is almost non-existent. Pardon me, an example is when someone gets it looks like it gets kicked really hard, flies into a beam. And it's the softest touch to the beam I've ever seen, and that's enough to knock him out. I don't think so. Um, it's also felt like there was an unnecessary use of slow motion, as we as we've already mentioned. Um, when it came to guns firing, um, they looked more like props, and there was like there was no muzzle flash or anything like that. There was no debris coming off the walls where bullets would hit the wall, or whatnot. Um, also, there are things like you know unnecessary fights in interrogation uh, in interrogation room, um, where the woman went to go get him, uh, and all of a sudden he's fighting against like twelve people. And I'm thinking, what was the need for this? Do you want information from this guy, or you just want to beat him up for the sake of beating him up? Do you know what yeah. I mean? That makes no sense. And she, ugh, she just got on my nerves as well. Like, ugh, oh, this movie, again, like, this movie was so dumb. There's man, so, so many bad bits to this movie. It yeah. wasn't like yeah. you know, there was just that maybe that. That part of the movie was a bit shit, but the rest was good. It was just consistently <clears throat> shit. That and that was why I couldn't continue watching it. There's some movies that 
I'd want to watch just because they they know that they're shit, like yeah. Sharknado or whatever. You know, like they the budget is the crap, <laughs> and they just they just relish the fact that it's it's a it's a B movie. This yeah. was if didn't this didn't feel like it. This felt like they were trying to do something really switch. And no, did what did Nicolas Cage actually do in the movie? Die. Nothing. He died. Absolutely nothing. He turned out that he was the, the, the kid's son. I was like, oh, come on, really? Like, no. That's, oh, fucking hell. Actually, shit. It made, yeah, it made no sense. Acting overall was just poor from every single person. Um, You know, like, even the, tr- the transitions were awful. You know, the, um, like the comic drawings um, as well, that went from scene to scene. I was thinking one pointless. Two, it took too long. Um, and camera angles, as we've already mentioned, were very were, were terrible. Um, you know, again, transitioning between the first person stuff and what's the first person stuff? It wasn't like I've seen people like, online with you know budget technology do much better uh, first person sort of movement things like that than this movie. Do you know what I mean? I can easily point to, to a video I've seen on YouTube where it's all first person, there's people doing parkour over zombies and stuff like that. That looks more epic than what we saw here where it was, oh, I'm fighting this guy and then everything's all telegraphed and everything like that. Then I knock him down and then, oh, Tony John's waiting for like 20 seconds before he moves on to the next person to fight. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, absolutely terrible. Yeah. Um, on Tomatoes, um, tomo- like, Tomato Meter is 27%. Oh, audience score, though. It, it needs to be score. eight. 69%. I can't oh. believe that. Do you know, it's because it's Nicolas Cage. People just love yeah. Nicolas Cage doing dumb Nicolas Cage stuff and that is exactly what this movie was about. Honestly, um, like, I thought, I actually thought Nicolas Cage was somewhat serious movie, I'm not going to lie. And even his scripting was terrible. I was thinking, sometimes you have to blame the actor for certain things and in this case, I think the script was just awful. Um, the story was Awful. Um, all right, let me just let me just continue my notes and I'll uh, catch up. So, the story is first very very slow build up, even for an action movie. Mm. Um, scenes feel empty with no substance to help drive the plot. So it's almost like, okay, we're doing this. Oh, and now this happens, so we're doing that. Oh, and now here's a little bit of story, a little bit of under. We've no even exposition, but here's a little bit of a driver to get you going to the next bit. It doesn't make sense, but it's what we're doing. We'll move on to the next bit. Um, yeah. Um, so the story is um, you're basically an Asian order of fighters, jujitsu in commerce, versus an alien who taught them martial arts. And, you know, if the alien comes back or the alien's back, so if they lose to the alien, um, he basically stays on Earth. Yeah. I don't know whether to destroy it or not. I don't know. Well, but yeah, to destroy, it. It, to destroy it if they don't fight him and show that they're worthy. Kind of, bu- it was bullshit, man. Bro, it felt it felt like so. Despite the cast, it is an awful movie because some cast some cast members are actually decent actors. Do you know what I mean? Um, but I think even the movie was confused of as to how to portray itself. Mm. Um, it felt like a very 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 bad version of Predator. Yes, it did. Do you know what I mean? Um, I I I skipped I skipped a bit and I went to the end just to see how they fought <laughs> this alien and. That's don't don't even don't do not watch that scene because it's just awful. I mean, they use some CGI, 
there's a grenade that gets thrown. Oh, do you know what? I'm not gonna bother. Yeah, no, nah, let's, 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 let's move on. 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 Yeah, please. Um, New Gods, Netzo Reborn, uh, Netflix animated. Um, I really like this. I will, I'm gonna give it a free piece. Uh, I'm looking forward at the end of the movie. You get told that there's gonna be like two other movies in this world. Um, mm-hmm. and I'm looking forward to seeing where they take this. Um, so I'm just like pulling up the next for it. Um, yeah, so New God, There's a Reborn is a 2021 Chinese 3D animated fantasy action film directed by Zhao Ji and written by Mu Chan based on the character of Neza from the Ming Dynasty novel Investure of the Gods, a steampunk and cyborg a steampunk and cyberpunk take on the story uh, in the film Neza is reincarnated as Li Yongzhuang in the fictional city of Donghai loosely based on 1920s Shanghai and must settle a 3000 year old grudge with the dragon clan um, yeah man this was dope man and like I feel like this was the like CGI 3D no, uh, not, like the 3D CGI that um, Hayao Miyazaki wanted to do for that new film that like looks absolutely appalling like the CGI animation on this was like crisp, it was clean. Um, it just felt very well done. Do you know what I mean? Um, Martin, what's, what's your take on this? Um, yeah, I'm giving this movie a three piece. Mm. Um, I, mean, I like, I really like the animation, especially the sound effects. Um, the walls, like, the lore is actually well explained. Um, and I'm happy there's going to be a second movie. The second movie, well, the second and third movie, but a second movie is scheduled for 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, you see characters such as the Monkey King, Sun Wukong, uh, make an appearance. Um, that's a character I really like, especially because I was born in Neo the Monkey. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, they still portray him to be what he's known as worldwide, which is a trickster. He can clone himself with his hairs. He's a master of the bow staff. He didn't use the bow staff in this case, but... Um, he also served as a mentor to Li Yuxiang's, um, to, sorry, to Li Yuxiang, um, and helping him control uh, Neja's, or I think they pronounce Neja's, uh, power and, you know, teach him to fight. Um, I really like the relationships between the characters. So we saw the relationship between uh, Li Yuxiang, um, his brother Li Jingxuang, um, their father, and Kasha, the friend, or I thought it was sister, but maybe friend, um, help drive the story um especially in times of you know supporting each other things like that so i thought it was really well done um mm. e- even even with um um i can't remember his name is ao guang um the main villain mm. um who's like a who's an ancient dragon um even his relationship between him and his son you could tell that the son was sort of you know, trying to be like his dad in sense of, you know, trying to disappoint his dad and yeah. um, basically get his dad's approval. Mm-hmm. Um, and also it backfired on him. So even even that was well told. You see that it was genuine, like, sort of like father-son relationship with the son, sorry, the father genuinely loving his son, even mm-hmm. though the son disappoints him a lot. Yeah. Um, actually also reflected between um, Li Yunxiang and his father. So I thought all that, I thought all that was really good. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, good story. Um, I also like the fact that they didn't shy away from, you know, people actually getting killed, um, you know, people losing limbs and things like that. Um, it's just a lot of elements, which I enjoyed as well. Um, so, yeah, for me, it's a solid three-piece. Nice. Stevie, were you able to watch this one? Yeah, man. I watched all of this, and I really enjoyed it, actually. Nice. I was um, I was concerned that the, the 
the um, storyline would be like lacking, but actually it was really. I, I thought they did a bloody good job of it, and like like you said, Martin, mm-hmm. they, they they kill people in, in the story, <laughs> and you know, like they uh, cons like actual consequences happens, and they they kind of made it very like real, but you know, like uh, his actions, and you know, things could happen, and, and people could get hurt, and everything, mm. and and the the animation was just fucking amazing mm. they oh my god i don't know how much money they sank into this but there was a lot of, i noticed there was a lot of thought put into just like at one point they're having a conversation and someone like scratches their nose mm. um or like when the, the the facial expressions were really good i i thought they did a really good job of that um there's someone has whoever the person who directed it had an eye for like making sure that they're it felt like they were actually looking at you know, like it was, they didn't just kind of make it a face that with a mouth that moved. It was, like, yeah. you know, there was expression and it felt, and the, the, the characters had feeling and everything and that. Mm. Yeah, it was good. Um, again, I mean, it was, it's Chinese, but it was, <laughs> it was about, <laughs> it was a, it was about a, like a, you know, a dictatorship where people were being, repressed mm. um, which I, I thought was a little bit ironic but um you know it's, i i thought this was a bloody good job um and i really enjoyed it three feet definitely yeah whoever, I, looked, who, who, I thought it was funny how um they completely like milked the end of it like hey the look what's coming you know yeah like, <laughs> <laughs> I, but the, 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 what they teased looked be- better than what we just watched though like uh, like with some of the yeah, characters I'm, that I'm they in, te- yeah yeah, I'm looking forward to to the next offerings. When are they coming out? Uh, uh, you know? One was 2022. No, one was later this year. Yeah, and one was 2022. Cool. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um. Right. Batman: Solar Dragon. Uh. As Martin was saying, that he was on a bit of an animated DC hype. Uh, mm-hmm. Soul of the Dragon is a 2021 director video superhero film produced by Warner Brothers Animation. It's the 40th film in the DC Universe animated original movies. Uh, the film is directed by Sam Liu, Liu and executive produced by Bruce Tim. Featuring an original story not based on any comic. It features the, dice, the voices of David Jutu... Jut- uh, pronounce your name so wrongly i'm sorry javid juntali as bruce wayne uh mark the Coscos as richard dragon kelly who as lady shiva michael j white as ben turner uh james hong as oh sensei jamie chung as jay nugan and josh keen as jeffrey burr um this did not need to be a batman movie um yeah they could have just had a like its own original story and it all done really mm-hmm. well i did like the whole like 90s martial arts um some s- elements of like black exploitation movies in there um i had mm-hmm. a lot of fun of it um and i'm gonna give it a solid three piece nice uh to be fair i gave i gave it a half chicken you know mm-hmm. um reason being is that um the, the story felt very um middle of the road for me mm-hmm. so uh, bruce play finds himself uh at a buddhist temple to train in meets five other fellow students who you've named um wise old master o sensei um train them for a role that they won't know they're being trained for until it's too late um disband and then reform in order to fight this ancient evil um like you nana it didn't need to be uh a batman movie 
they could have called it anything other than a Batman movie. Anything. I mean, they could, they, could, they could have say they could have said DC Bruce Wayne blah blah, yeah, or just you know called it just DC Saw the Dragon, and be like, oh, Bruce Wayne's in this. You know what I mean, they could have done that. Um, so yeah, you said it was nineties, but I thought sorry, I've got some stuff in my throat. I feel very um very seventies for me actually. Mm. Well, with like the, with the I probably, um, remember I probably watched these movies in the nineties, so it probably uh, was right. like seventies. But I that's when I watched them, mm. like like the old like yeah. Bruce Lee film movies and the old martial arts movies. Like it felt like that. Like I felt like it would, it would like obviously like they don't do this anymore. But if it, if it, mm. it would have been you know out of the order if like their mouths moved and then the dialogue came out like ten seconds later. Oh, that'd it, be it, 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 it felt like I was watching one of those movies. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. um, the reason why I say it was the 70s is because you know the music that they played, you know, like the gang bends they had as well was just oh, let's have a random fight pit in between here. The stuff that you can never get away with now, but yeah, let's have a fight pit in here, and all these gang leaders or whatever just on the outskirts, just betting and drinking and whatnot. Um, the hairstyles as well. Um, and you know, in the, in, in the 70s, that was when you had um, um. But people, like martial artists coming over from all over, sort of developing their own martial arts styles and whatnot. Um, yeah, so I think overall for me, I mean, Bruce Wayne did not need to be in a Batman costume at all. Every single person that knew who he was, it just didn't make any sense for him to do that. Um, but it's all still, still a nice watch, um, considering I'm giving it a half chicken. Um, yeah, so those are my thoughts on it. Nice. Uh, Stevie, did you get around to this one? No, sorry. No, that's no, all good. That's all good. Um, I, I, um, I've got a bust to move, guys. No, it's dude. Wait, before you bust uh, move, did you watch Love and Monsters? No, but I really want to. All right, um, we'll so get. Your, I we'll get... Believe I won't listen to your review. All right, we'll get your thoughts on that next week then. All right then. All right. All Take right. care, Stevie. Catch you in a bit. Guys, thanks again. Ciao, bye. Ciao, ciao, ciao. All right, Love and Monsters. Um. I actually quite enjoyed this. Um, mm-hmm. Not as much as I enjoyed the Batman one. I, I again maybe because it's, it's Batman. Uh, I wouldn't give yeah. it a half chicken. It was funny. Uh, it was entertaining. Um, I thought the CGI on the monsters were done very well. Um, mm-hmm. I was quite impressed with it. Um, I wonder if like this was filmed during the pandemic. I don't know because. A lot of the time, the character was by himself in it. There wasn't like that much interaction with people per se. Yeah. Um, but the product of this on the obstruction of asteroid headed for Earth releases chemical fallout, causing cold blooded animals to mutate into large monsters and kills off 95% of humanity. During the evacuation of Fairfield, Joel Dawson is separated from his girlfriend, Amy, but promises to find her in a and his parents are killed. Then several years later, he emerges out of his bunker and he realizes that he still loves this woman. So he wants to go and find her, but he's a bit of a bitch and he gets scared easily. <laughs> and, but again, like I, I liked, I enjoyed his story. He found a dog, like, do you know what I mean? He found another, um, some extra survivors. Like the little girl told him how to shoot, shoot um, the, his bow and arrow and taught him like how to survive in this world. Um, like, again, I enjoyed it. But again, it's like, it wasn't like my kind of film. It didn't fill me like with the most in- entertainment as well. Like, you know, I watched it, I mm. got through it. Um, if, you know, if this is, if, if, if there's nothing else you want to check out on Netflix, it is definitely worth watching. Um, 
but like you know it's we've we've seen post-apocalyptic world movies before do you know what i mean and like someone to have like yeah a lot more stakes to it like no disrespect to him like he just wanted to go see a girl that he loved like seven years ago and you know without even re- thinking to find out whether she loves him still or any of that she just felt like i'm just gonna like endanger my life but it is what it is pretty much uh what, what, what did you t- what, what was your thoughts on this one um so i give this movie a three piece because i think that it was um all right so first first and foremost joe's like a funny character um yeah always being scared about stuff but he picks up the courage to travel on a dangerous uh planet surface mm. um to find a girl that he loves right mm. um so he grows as a survival expert. Um, for example, where he survives the giant centipede, and um, when he also survives the encounter with the with the queen, the queen, I think it's Sand Gobbler. Um, so that showed that yeah, obviously he's he's improved on his survival skills. Um, and in fact, the shooting with the crossbow became very accurate as well. So he was able to down the centipede in what two hits or one hit or something like that. So that was really, really good to see from him. Um, the insects, like you said again, are well animated. And not just the insects, but just the animations in general are well done. Um, right from the robot that we saw in the the broken down robot that we saw in that deserted town to um um even that snail creature. Um, I thought it was done very well because you could see exactly where these creatures came from. You could tell, ah, that used to be a centipede, that used to be this, that used to be that. So I think it was really good um uh to see again from that. Um, the film also does well to have, you know, have the viewers keep in the back of their minds that, you know, danger does look around every corner. Like, you cannot just chill and think that, oh, you're safe just because it's a nice open field or playground or stuff like that. I'm just going to go sit down somewhere. Nah, you will get eaten. Um, I like Clyde and Min- and Minnow. Um, I thought they were a fun duo. Especially Minnow, who felt like a younger sister in a way, or uh, mm. or someone looking for an older brother. Yeah. Um, she was wise. You know, she's good. Yeah, because she made fun of uh, of Joe a lot for being useless at surviving mm-hmm. the harsh world. Um, like, you know, when she took the piss off his screams, uh, she was like, oh, but I'm eight, and, you know, look at you screaming, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of kind of learned a, a bit of a backstory between the two characters. Like, um, Minna's parents were killed, as so was Clyde's son. Yeah. And Clyde's also been her guardian and whatnot, and they're from the same shelter. So I thought that was... Uh, that was also fun to see. And it was actually quite sad that, you know, Joel split off from them because you grew to like these characters so easily. Mm-hmm. Um, um, oh, I had, I had, I had something else in my head, but maybe it'll come back to me. Um, so moving on again, I say in my notes, I've got, of course, Amy was going to move on from him. It's of aggravated course, that Joel left Joel for her. Of course, Amy wasn't going to be still in love with him. And then she only started to like like him again when he saved her life. It was like, like mm. it's it's so funny, yeah, that like, um, you know, like in pop culture that we're we're so fast to say men ain't shit. And I'm not gonna lie, that like, you know, there's been many times where I will fully agree with that sentiment that men ain't shit in it. Mm. But then we mm. forget that that just as equally men ain't shit, yeah. Women also ain't shit. Like she was actually exactly. I was just like, this bitch right here, man. Like <laughs> Oh, it was it, it, it made me chuckle it, but at the same time, I was just like, you know what? Fair enough. He saved her life in it. She probably thinking, uh, I might as well give him a chance. Like he did come all this way for me, and then he did save yeah. my life. 
So, but yeah, that, it, it, it made me laugh at it. Yeah, because um, I said that she's coping with some of that she lost, mm. right? Um, she lost she lost a partner um, that she fell in love with for the seven years that she was apart from Joel. Mm. Um, so yes, I understand that she's coping with it. I understand that she sort of needs to have, have a distraction, blah blah. But don't don't be like that with the guy. I mean, like you're in a post-apocalyptic world, and the fact that she said that she didn't know that she she didn't expect him to make the journey. Yeah. Well, this guy's been calling you and telling you how much he loves you, like yeah. he wants to be with you. Of course, at some point he's probably gonna pluck out the courage to come see you. Mm. Mm. Um. Oh yeah, there's also a touch, a very touchy moment in the movie. Um. Sorry, now that I remember my last part's gonna be before Amy. Um. Again, when he met with Mavis, um, stylized with the one as an eye, um, who was a broken down robot who was able to um. Um, digitally find pictures of his parents and his mm. mom. I thought that was very touching because obviously he, he misses his parents and stuff like that. So seeing a picture of them, um, I thought it was very very touching. Mm-hmm. Um, and also to uh, to add to it, the you know the jellyfish that came out. I don't know what they're called land land jellyfish or whatever, but the ones that were sort of like bobbing up and down in the sky. Yeah, I thought that was pretty nice to see as well. Again, just just testament to how well animated uh this uh this movie was mm-hmm. um i really like boy the dog um boy <laughs> boy made me laugh a bit especially when uh the queen the queen um sangobla had just left them mm-hmm. and he then went to find that pink red dress know, blanket the, the red, or, dress, sorry, red, yeah. red dress or whatever and <laughs> and joel's like oh you're a dickhead like you left me a blah blah Swims through the water after obviously blowing up the um, the Sangobla Queen, and then just obviously sees all these leeches on him. And I knew that was going to be the case. There'll be leeches on it because you cannot be you cannot swim through still water and expect to be fine because there's always something that's going to come up and get you. Mm. And I learned that early on watching like survival movies and stuff like that. So I was interested to see all survival documentaries. So I was interested to see that as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, but overall, I really enjoyed this movie. Um, so three piece. Um, it did very well, just you know, build up the story. Um, you know, showing who Joel was as a character. Um, and also, there was also yeah, there was also a running joke where um, every person that came across who goes, "Oh, did, did you steal? Did you steal from your shelter?" Blah blah. Mm. Like everyone was making that joke or making that point because it, it goes to show that people usually get kicked out of the shelters. Yeah. If they steal, so I was interested to see that happening. Um, also, that they'll, they'll spoken about as well. So yeah, overall three piece. Um, I I recommend that people watch it. It was actually I can see myself rewatching this movie. You know, mm. um, yeah, just because of how you know good it was. It was light hard considering you know all the dangers and stuff around. So yeah, nice, nice. Well, we had a ton of stuff to get through, and we have achieved that. Um, mm-hmm. we will be reviewing Nobody next week and more combat movies. So look forward to that, guys. Um, Hell yeah, Mayan, Thanks once again for joining me. Uh, obviously Steve hey, was here man. as well. Um, yeah, but well, we should be back to recording on Sunday. Uh, I want to about to go to the gym, so hopefully I'll have this episode out in about four hours, uh, give or take. Um, but yeah, man, guys, if you like this, share this out with your friends family you know leave us like on itunes yeah all right 
Martin, say bye to the people. Bye, everyone. Catch you next time. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye now.